Hey guys, before we get started, this episode of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast is brought to you by High Season Co., a social media agency with over a decade of marketing experience who are crafting the way brands are perceived online. These guys aren't just marketers, they're liquid enthusiasts, craft beer nerds, hip-hop heads, and Gary Vee disciples. So is your social media looking tired? Are you having trouble getting to your customers? High Season can make it happen. Check them out, highseasonco.com. That's highseasonco.com. Now let's drink some beers. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all are brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 115 of Beer and the Podcast. Today, we are in a brand new area called the Canary District in Toronto, Ontario, with Jimmy and John of Long Slice Brewery. Fellas, look at that dap, double daps. Thank you for joining me. Appreciate it. Um, we are in the unfinished Long Slice Brewery right now. Nice set. Thank you guys for setting this up. Looks fantastic. Um, everything good? Yeah. Y'all chilling? It's uh, great, yeah. Yeah, it's a nice uh, Sunday afternoon, super chilly. Got the game going on next door, so we've got a lot to get into today. There's a whole bunch of stuff to cover. Um, let's start with the beer. Which one are we start with? Uh, do you want to start with a new one that you haven't tried before? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. You want a glass or just out of the can? Yeah, let's do glass. We're, we're gentlemen here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, tell us about this one. So it's a uh, hibiscus pale ale. It's uh, brewed with hibiscus flour. Nice. Yeah. It's a, like a session IPA or American Pale Ale, so it's not too uh, not too strong, but it's nice and subtle. You get lots of fruit from it. So okay. nice, nice color. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, Beautiful. Thanks for that. A nice light pink color to it as well. Beautiful. You guys want to put it back? We'll keep, keep the branding oh, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah keep the branding going. Um, so this is a pretty new one. So you guys have been around for a few years, eh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've been around for about what, four and a half years, I think. Four and a half. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. Um, this beer then, this was like, I was aware of these two, which we'll get to uh, over the last two and a half years, probably. Um, yeah, we'll put that back up here. Sure. Um, so this is a definite, when did this one drop? Uh, just the spring, I think. It was, okay. We so brewed it in back. May, I think. So. All right. Yeah, yeah. End of April, May. So. Fantastic. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Man, thanks for having us. Yeah, anytime, please. Get it in. Pressure, yeah. Nice. Yeah. This was, uh, like, Sweet. when we released it in the mm. summer, this was meant to be, like, our patio crusher, like, super easy drinking. It's a 4.9%. 4 9 Nice. Um, I, I think our idea was kind of, like, if we had a session IPA, and Tahiti treat were like if they had a baby. <laughs> what could that be? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. What's Tahiti treat again? It's like that, um, just like a Hawaiian punch kind of. Uh, yeah, it's like carbonated like, fruit punch. Okay. Yeah. I love yeah. it. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, this is fantastic. Nice and sweet, but still balanced. Got that dustiness that I like. That uh, when IPAs or pale ales have that joint. Good stuff. Um, I don't know if you like, another thing I always do, I review the beers, so I take the selfies with the beer. Sure. It's always more fun if the guys who made it are in it. <laughs> you jump, oh, someone hold up the beer just because they don't yeah. have. There we go, hang on, there we go. Who do that? Ah. Oh, let's see if that, did I ruin it with the flash? No, that's good, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, all right, so where are we gonna start? Let's start with your beer story. So, how did you guys both get into beer? That's uh, uh it starts a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> so I'm 31 now. I uh, brewed my first batch of beer when I was uh, 16 years old. Jeez. So you we, weren't drinking it, of course. No, no. So no, no, no just, just for uh, experience. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, uh, me and Jimmy are from uh, like Utterson, Ontario, a small town. Uh, very okay. rural area. 
Where's that near? It's uh, it's in Muskoka. It's, it's in between oh, okay. Bracebridge and Huntsville, but we went to high school in, in Bracebridge. Uh, I missed the bus one day, uh, so I had to wait for my dad to come pick me up, and I just wandered around town. I uh, went to a place called Armstrong Winery. It doesn't okay. exist anymore, but uh, I walked in just to look around. And they had beer kits there, mm-hmm. and the guy was like, you know, I can legally sell you anything in here because it's not alcohol yet. Right. Uh, not alcohol yet. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember my dad, he used to be a home brewer back in the 80s. Okay. So he had all the equipment at home. So I just bought a $15 kit and... I just did it. Went home and brewed and that was it. Batch. Yeah, that was really got the ball going on our whole brewing career. And stuff. Wow. Yeah. Should uh, should be also noted that those first few beers were absolute garbage. But, <laughs> but man, were they cheap <laughs> to make. Yeah, real quick. You guys rock the uh, extract kits I would assume? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that was really the only thing you could get you back could then. You could get, like, especially yeah. in Muskoka. Like, was, right. You know, and with, with our familiarity with beer as well being like, I don't know, I'm almost a Canadian, so they have the, the Canadian extract. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, those little, like, the, yeah. the thing, like, uh, yeah, Australia, we had the Coopers ones, but I think you get them here too, right? It was definitely made of the same Coopers because the Cooper yeah. lager yeah. was yeah. the first one. That right. Yeah, yeah. That's what you used? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How bad was that? It was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. I used uh, a lot of corn sugar, like the like the bag, the one kilogram bag. Okay. A lot of those to like raise the ABV. Right. And then like every bottle, you put a little bit of a spoon in them, so they're like super carbonated. Right. So there's a headache in a, in yeah. a bottle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so that was when it started, and I guess you clearly kept refining the process, uh, you know, moved into old grain and stuff. Is that oh, accurate? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Zero was like, you know, you, you make a batch of beer thinking, oh, this one's going to be a little bit better. And then you taste it, you're like, yeah, there's something a little bit off. So you, you tweak it every time. And then eventually you're like, oh, I can't do what I want to do with extract. So you move to the next level, like partial mash. Right. And then you go like, oh, just jump in all the way to full. Like, what would, what's the partial mash? I didn't even think I've heard of that. So partial mash was like, so you still, you like if a five gallon batch, you brew like three gallons as extract, but you use some some grains to like you get some all grain. Just because right. you don't have a, like a big mash tun, you just have like a stove cut. Right, right. I think typically like you use crystal malts because they're already sort of mashed inside the husk of the barley, right? Like, right. For all intents and purposes, they, they they have like little crystal uh, like sugar crystals inside. Right. So you you just steep it like tea, you still get the flavor and like you're extracting that like without having to do like a proper mash. Yeah. Uh, for the beer. Do you want a beer, bread? You grab on that. Um, Okay, sick. So that was because I, 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 we went from we were home brewing a few years ago. My co-host Scott and I, and we were doing like we did straight from uh, the the kits. We didn't use the Cooper's kits, but then you went straight to old grain. So I didn't know there was a halfway point. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of halfway. There's also like brewing a bag. So I went from partial mash, oh. brewing a bag, to actually just like a mash ton and stuff. Right. So, okay, so you did the yeah. steps. Yeah. Um, so that was you know a, a bit a bit of time ago, and then how did that sort of progress over the years to get you to the point where? this type of thing would happen? Uh, so like uh, a few years ago, well I guess probably about six years ago now, I was working at a craft beer bar and we actually went to one of those U-Brew places. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, I, I really enjoyed those. <laughs> yeah, like you go in and, and essentially they just have liquid malt extract yes. and they're like, oh what do you want to make, the dark ale, the pilsner, yeah. you just like kind of just get a jug full of it and dump it in. It's, anyway, like it wasn't very good like at the end like when we finally got the bottles back we're like oh, this just tastes like sh- the shitty homebrew i used to make in muskoka you know <laughs> and uh i was like man i used to make better beer at home and then it, it kind of reignited my hobby this is my story john lived in korea at the time so um but i was living with our other partner sebastian who's uh, unfortunately couldn't be here today um 
and so I just started like building, you know, half the fun of homebrew is building all the stuff, like building your mash tun, building your kettle, like, um, and, you know, experimenting with the beers. And I think just everything sort of took over our apartment, homebrew right. equipment. Taking <laughs> okay, like a makeshift brewery up and down. Yeah, exactly. And, I don't know, it just became something we were just all super passionate about and, and, uh, and probably just wanted to get the shit out of the apartment. It's you know? like, all right, let's do this. Let's do a problem. To, to be honest, I haven't really told a whole lot of people this, but I was like real... I, I was very imbibed one night, let's say. <laughs> I had a few. Yeah, and I was like, man, I really want to like do the, this like long size brewery thing, but you know, it takes a lot of guts to kind of like, like you don't want to like quit your job or nothing, you know. But right. I, I, well, I was like I said, had a couple drinks, and uh, you know, I, I, I trademarked the long slice name, and then I'm, it just the cost of doing that really like put a fire under my butt to be right. like, well, like, I already you took it that far, you know. <laughs> so let's take it further. <laughs> yeah, exactly. when, when was that? That was in 2013, I think. Solid five years ago. And you're yeah. saying you've been four and a half years. Yeah. So that means basically you trademarked it, and then you're like, all right, well, now we're gonna do now we're gonna do the real the real work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. what was, what were those next steps? Um, what did that look like? That uh, was a. Uh, it was fun because like at that point I was still living in Korea, and uh, uh, 14 hour time difference. Uh, we kind of were talking online, Jimmy was like, hey, when you get back, you want to like, do this long size brewery thing with us? And I was like, yeah, sure. And Sebastian was on board as well. Okay. Uh, and he was, was he brewing as well? Or was I, he just kind of like... He was enjoying. Enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So you guys are the brewers and he's kind of the business guy? Or... Yeah, sure, yeah. Subs, uh, he comes from like a tech background, so he uh, he's worked with a lot of startups and stuff. Okay. He's really good. Like, I don't think... John and I have gotten better at it over the years, but I don't like, we're, like our skill set isn't like organizing things into <laughs> a system. Where Seb is really good at organizing things into a system, so right. he helps keep us on track. You know, like, yeah. Okay, sick. So then I heard we we're talking just before we started. So I heard of you guys through Shahan of Lost Craft, who's a mutual friend. Um, he told us about you guys. I think it was saying around 2016 when you had the Hobbs La Vista out, which I believe was the first beer that came to market yeah. uh, that was making a bit of noise. Um, but I, you, that beer had actually been around, or at least the brewery had been around for a couple of years before that. So what were the first steps? So did you did you start a contracting? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. Like just finding somebody to contract with was a bit of a challenge at first. Right. Like uh, we what we did was we went down the list of uh, just like literally everybody who had a brick and mortar brewery in Ontario. Okay. Uh, and we split it alphabetically. So like John was like A to, I don't know, L, L or yeah. something like that. You know, and so on. So we just went down the list, called everybody. You know, most people are so small, like they're just doing their own stuff. Um, so this was at the time when nobody was proactively offering contracting like you had to chase it as opposed to someone like Brunswick that are like that's what yeah, they do yeah exactly uh, well no I mean like cool definitely did but we were so small scale that like like I emailed them they didn't get back to us you know because you were saying how much you wanted to start with yeah right we, we did actually we had a meeting with Nickelbrook at one point with John the owner of uh, Nickelbrook John, John Romano Ryan. yeah he uh, he was just like guys what are you doing man like, don't <laughs> what are you just get at you know like what do you what do you what are you doing like how far yes. along are you we're like uh, I don't know <laughs> you know does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> you just want to make the beer. Yeah, exactly. So you wanted to make it, but you didn't have the plan to release it or any of that stuff. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, or you yeah. sort of did? We have no yeah. idea what we're doing. Yeah, we just <laughs> had to get we had to brew it before like yeah. it could become a real thing. You know, so right. So you just wanted to invest, one, set something up. Okay. Yeah. Did you have? Clearly, you had the recipes and you had it scaled up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And you started. It was a Hobson Vista IPA. Was the yep. main one. Yeah. yeah okay. Cool. So you were like, all right, we need to get this out. 
yeah. let's find a place to brew first. I mean, did you have like the can and, and design and all that? No, I mean, that was all like, I mean, this was, uh, I don't know if you can see my shirt, this was the original sort of homebrew label of it, it's the Hop Grenade. Nice. Uh, but yeah, we didn't We didn't have, um, I mean, it's gone, the, the can's done, been through a few um, design changes over the years, but it's been more or less like the same consistent, like orange and blue color, same font. Like, right, it's right. been a consistent theme to that. We didn't have that at the time. I think it, it kind of came, Right around the same time when we like started brewing our first batch. Okay. Our first like our first batches were only ever in kegs. Right. So um, they were Smart. they were actually from Stratford Brewing Company. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you ended up not nailing anything in Toronto, but you did it out there. Yeah, exactly. And, and the reason I think we did it, well, a he was looking to get some contracts, and we didn't have a beer manufacturing license at the time. Mm -hmm. And so he was willing to brew them under his license. Mm -hmm. And then we essentially were, I forget what the, the Brewer's term. representative? Yeah, representative of yeah. a brewery or something. And right. so that we could sell the hops to the beast to the people under, as a representative. Of the Stratford Brewing Co. Exactly. Yeah. Under your brand or under his brand? It was essentially under our brand, but like when they got the invoice, it said Stratford at the top. Yeah. Oh, that's the only difference. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. By the way, for people who don't know, Stratford, Ontario is the home of the god Justin Bieber. So if, uh, I'm sure a bunch of beer people are, are fans, because we all really are. It's time for the Christmas album, can't wait. Yeah, we never ran into him there. Never did? No. Damn it. It's just not... I went to the Pizza Pizza stuff. once. He <laughs> wasn't, wasn't there? No. Trash. Sold out, people. Um, all right, so you got that uh, done out there, and then I guess you physically hit the pavement uh, yourselves and mm -hmm. sold your licensees? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was the only way we could sell. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How, how was the reception? How was that process? Being that you guys, like you said, you're not, I mean, not that this is setting up a process, but if your skill set is primarily the producing the beer side, how was that going from production to now I'm a sales guy? Uh, sales is hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, for a good two years, I was, most of our time was spent on was just doing sales, going door to door. Um, right. Like physically in calls, knocking on doors, really. Yeah, going to the bars, like bringing samples. Uh, before cans, it was kind of a hassle too, because we had to get a keg, we had a, like a Blickman beer gun, so we had a bottle from the keg. Right. Bring those samples. So that'd be an entire day just to make. Just to make the sample. Just to get the samples. To do that. Yeah. Damn, what a headache. There was yeah. no, like, you couldn't bring a growler or anything like that? I guess harder to keep it cold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Could if, if you miss the manager, like, you can't just leave a growler. No, yeah, that's true. Just get like, a couple samples at the, at the bar. And there's something to be said as well, like, uh, I guess, about looking them in the, or them looking you in the eye to get, like, all right, you're telling, like, if you're a bar manager and you're hearing the story of a brewer, you know, wanting to, wanting you to purchase their product, like, looking them in the eye and hearing that from the person, I, from my understanding, that would probably be a lot more powerful than just, like, I don't know, some guys left this beer for you. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? I'm sure they would care a lot less about that than it would. So, if, did you usually leave stuff or did you generally just come back? I'd always leave stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Just, yeah, just in case the manager didn't get it, and, and then the follow up. employee could actually drink it as well, so they right. might have a, a sway to the manager to be like, oh, so, gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so then that went pretty well, I would assume, or how did how did, like after a while? It was or it was just a constant slug. Yeah, it, was a, I mean, it went okay. It was it was a, it was a bit of a slug, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, getting the cans was a big game changer, like okay. for sure. How long in did that come? Like how far? Uh, I think we, well, we brewed at Stratford for like just under a year, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's some like limitations there, like we couldn't really dry hop and. Uh, really. Um, yeah, well, he's pretty old school. Like I think he might do it now, but he, uh, I mean, he makes like a really good pilsner, and he makes a California common. But I mean, like that's kind of 
like that's what he does, that's what he knows, you know, so. So doing it this new school way where you're dry hop, double dry hopping something is probably like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't want to infect the beer, this and that, you know. It's, gotcha. Which makes sense, you know. Oh, I can it's see his, why you say that. His brewery, but, you know. Yeah, it's true. Um, okay, so you stayed uh, at, at Stratford for the year, mm-hmm. um, and what? And so, and that's when you did, were you canning from Stratford, or you either had to move facilities? Yeah, we went, we went to Cool. Yeah, after that, we went to Cool. Okay, because yeah, yeah. the batch size was bigger. The size were bigger, and Stratford didn't have a canning line. And we really needed to get right. cans out there. Okay. Yeah. Why did you go cans and not bottles? Uh, I think cans were just uh, like LCBO. The tall cans was kind of just a like the thing, the thing to do. So yeah. we uh, decided to go that route. And okay. then once we like we couldn't apply. For us to be listing without cans or, or some products. sort of package, right? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So you figured that that was being that you were contracting uh, clearly the key two ways to sell the beer in this province is through LCBO and through licensees. So yeah. you kind of had no choice but to move into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was when, when was the cans? Like, was that twenty? Excuse me, 2016? Uh, uh, twenty sixteen? Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, Because okay. yeah. we actually we won a uh, gold medal that year. And it was like, that was like that a big really deal good. for us because the yeah. recipe, we were allowed to brew it however we wanted at, at Cool, right? We could dry hop it, we could add the hops when we wanted it. And so, like, this isn't a dig at, at Stratford, but the, the, you know, the, it was more true to the original recipe or whatever we brewed right. there. And so, so it started becoming a bit of a better beer, essentially. Yeah, it was like how we originally like intended it to be, I think. And, and, huh. uh, and, uh, yeah, we won gold medals, so we were just at what Ontario Brewing. Oh no, wait, so you submit that's smart. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe that's why how I heard of it. Maybe that's how Shahan told me about it. Oh, these guys are winning like medals at the like OBAs or whatever. Mm-hmm. That sounds real familiar now. Mm-hmm. All right, sick. So that win, I assume that helped the cause. Yeah. yeah, we had a meeting like the day after with the LCBO to, okay. for like our product submission or whatever. So, so, it's kind so of like, like, hey, we walked in with the metal. Uh, yeah, okay, here you go. I, yeah. I don't know, actually, I think we have it here. Oh, do you know what? It's in that tub. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah grab yeah, it, grab yeah, it. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. that, that, I'm sure they, they looked at you pretty yeah, favorably yeah. because of that. It was, it was a big win for just us, our, our motivation and stuff too. Like we, uh, we never had any, like, you know, you go door to door, you get, 95% no's, right? Of course, yeah. So when somebody actually, we want a gold, they like, somebody likes our beer. They like, <laughs> in a blind tasting, they, they really like our beer. So it made us feel, it reinvigorated us too. Right. So I, I just like to point out, like, the, the night we won it, so you can see, I don't know, the camera probably can't pick <laughs> oh, it we'll up. Get, we'll get a B-roll. We'll get B-roll. But, uh, but the, the varnish is stripped off, just from everybody holding it. Holding it so tight, we're like, we can't drop it. Like, <laughs> we're taking this to the meeting tomorrow, we're gonna, like, sit it down on the LCBO desk. Like, like, there you go, Jeffrey. Yeah. Exactly. That is sick. That looks pretty cool. I didn't realize that was so big. Yeah, it's actually a tap handle. There you go. Oh, right. That's yeah. sick. It's British IPA. Brattles, can you get some B-roll of... Uh, you, can, you can come up and just get it straight out of your hand right there. Sure. Um, that looks sick. So why British IPA? That's not what I uh, would have expected for it to be. Because yeah. isn't it more of an American IPA? Oh, we can pour one and you get yeah. to see the uh, like the thick multi-backbone to it. <laughs> yeah, so, please. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like, I mean, this one's uh, actually like... Originally, my recipe is a homebrew recipe that I had, um, and so like at the time, like I didn't really think about it. Like I mean, I was I was working at a, a craft beer bar, so I'd always try like you know that was a terrible pour. Uh, hey, <laughs> different hoppy beers from different like producers and stuff. And, uh, yeah, you guys. Okay, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just more looked at like the sort of over overarching like what what kind of things do I like about certain IPAs and what don't I like and. I definitely liked it. 
have a little bit of a sweeter sort of malt backbone, but uh, I mean, I do really enjoy the American hops with the citrus and the sort of, you know, the grapefruit notes and stuff. And right. so like this is kind of a combination of that where it's, it, you do get that sweet like malty backbone, but like it's you know, predominantly American hops in it. So you get like, you do get a bit of the grapefruit and, and sort of, you know. Yeah, totally. That, that, you know, you yeah. Yeah. So I would definitely consider this an American over a British as far as like maybe just subjectively, but hmm. it's, what do you consider it? What do you guys consider it? I consider it in the middle, like to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Call it like a hybrid sometimes, hybrid American British okay. style. Yeah. I mean, when, when you submit for awards and stuff too, right, they have criteria and, and they give that to you beforehand, right? So you look yeah. over like, what's the most likely category according to your rules that right. like, I'll win a medal, you know? So, right, so you put it under that. I guess that's yeah. BJCP. Exactly, it's BJCP for, uh, for the Ontario. It's BJCP. That's what they go by. What other ones go by, like different? I don't know. I, I was looking up the other day that the World Beer Awards go mm. by something a little different. Like they have like overarching categories, like it'll be like best IPA, but then within that it like fans out into like other Every ones. different style of IPA. So I think if you win, like you go through all the subcategories and then if you, I don't know exactly. So it's yeah, complicated? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought BJCP was the worldwide um, system or it's, whatever it's pretty that much classifies standard. it, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. OBS is actually slightly different than the uh, BJCP. They have like categories that BJCP doesn't have. BJCP right. also changes like every two years. Too. Yeah, right. I mean they kind of have to though. Yeah, I heard yeah, they brought yeah. in, like we were at GABF uh, a couple months ago and I know this was the first year they brought in the hazy IPA category, yeah, like New exactly. England IPA, and that had yeah. like more than, I think it was like like the most, cat like six, seven hundred entries and most of them got one to two hundred. Mm-hmm. Like that's how crazy it was to the point where they had to bring that in. Yeah. So I yeah. think that they don't have a choice but to move with the times exactly. and like, uh, bring in new categories. Well, I think that's like, that's what craft beer is all about though, right? Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, like we can, we could just brew traditional, you know, 400 year old styles or whatever in forever, but what new techniques come about, like new ingredients come, you know, available. I mean, that's what's so great about craft beer. Yeah, it's always changing. Yeah. Hey, so you guys, do you feel positive about that? Because like everyone sort of, I noticed brewers tend to have a, like sort of varying perspectives on some people. Like, no, 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 traditional is how it is. I, I don't mess with all this, uh, all the, you know, the lactose and the haze and the sours and blah, blah, blah. Like you guys are pretty much like, hey, down for whatever. Yeah, I like the uh, doing something new every day. Right. Yeah, it's kind of gets yeah. boring. Yeah, exactly. Have, like, we don't have the brick and mortar facility yet, yet but uh, once we do, that. I'm really excited to do something, like, do new recipes all the time. Like, right. Otherwise, I'm just doing the same recipe over and over again. Yeah. I can appreciate where like the traditionalists are coming from in the sense that like I think when craft beer like really like exploded everyone, every wacky like homebrew recipe out there was just kind of like, I made a Pink passion fruit molasses chili pepper step or something. You're like, good, okay, well, good. you know, does it taste good though? Like, you know, you, you forgot to ask, should I make this? Beer? Should I? <laughs> but, uh, but the, like, that's extreme one way, but then yeah. the other way is like you, like, you still want innovation and you want, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, I remember reading an article in like a, a homebrew magazine, like right before we started, about this thing called like hop bombing. Okay. Or something. But essentially, it was like taking all your hops instead of using them as bittering hops, you add them all like the end of the brew. Okay. Which like before, like I think the kind of standard now it's thing was normal, like yeah. sixty minute, thirty minute, and zero minutes. Yes. That was kind of what everybody did. And uh, and yeah, this hop bomb technique was like no, you know, 
just throw that out, add all your hops at the end, even more hops at the end, uh, and then that's called a hop bomb. And literally, like, I, I just think that that's almost like the standard way to make like hoppy beers now. Like, I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's Maybe like, some some great brewmasters right here watching this being like shaking their head at me. But, uh, that's <laughs> yeah, how, that's yeah. how we do it. I don't know. You know, Whirlpool hops are just yeah. like that's ninety percent of our hops. Well, not ninety percent. Most of our hops are in that world. It just seems to be the way it's gone. Like people want that sort of reduced bitterness. You don't need to do that as much. And like I've seen some beers that are like literally just dry hopped. They don't even do anything in the boil at all now. Oh yeah. It's just the way that it's gone. I'm sure it'll swing back. But I feel like you're right. Innovation's the main thing. I always get worried about it. People are like, no, this is how it's supposed to be. I'm like, cool. <laughs> but you can't like things have to move forward. But there's room for both. I think also the people like who are like, nah, man, I only want the fun stuff. Like discounting like a classic pilsner. Like there's almost mm-hmm. nothing better than that. So it's yeah. sort of like coming back around in yeah. a way, whereas like I feel like the, the crazy stuff, I have someone like myself who like, I personally prefer like the craziest stuff, mm-hmm. but then I, in the last six months or so, I've just been more, if I go to a brewery, I just want to give me a Pilsner, preferred, yeah. or Lager specifically, like I want that first. And I feel like that shows you more about a brewery, but I'm just, I'm just interested in that style. Then I want the haze, I mean, still. Yeah. Like but I feel like this, haze, yeah. Haze is good. It looks good. It looks like a glass Sexy, of orange juice, right? Yeah. Ooh, oh, love it. Oh, I'm gonna have this for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. I sometimes do. I was talking to like a few other uh, brewers in the industry. Like, well, like apparently, what when a brewer goes to another brewery, the first thing they get is the lager or like their yes. very late one because that's something they won't see. Yeah, no floor. You can't hide the floors. Do you nail that? Yep. And then that'll like enlighten them to how good everything else is. So that's. I, I think it's I, really true. I love the lagers. Like, I it's always my first beer when I go in. Yeah. It's funny when I ask them. They're like. They, were, they said they did the same thing. It's like, oh, like good, good. Yeah, yeah. it's not just me. It's definitely the way to go. Because I feel like some, yeah, like there's a lot of breweries that did, uh, can hide all the stuff. If they just all, there's some that just do all haze or all stouts or whatever. And it's like, you can hide all that stuff, but you know, like you can't hide. But nowhere to go. So it's like a good, yeah, like baseline to see where people are at. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, six. So we are, you've got your cans out. You won the award. Clearly you got your LCBO listing yep. for the Hops de Vista IPA. Um, and that was, sorry, back in 2015. 2015. We got our so, listing in October 2015. Perfect. So that's when you got the first one. Yep. And then talk us through like the next part, uh, the next thing. I guess you had the second beer. Yeah, yeah. so I brewed the first batch of uh, Lucent's Lager, the Vienna Lager, uh, February 2016. Okay. Uh, so funny, the motivation to it, like we love the Hops La Vista. And when we only had the one beer, if we didn't like an event at a bar, Five dollar tall cans, you know. Um, we probably get we get a little bit too drunk at the end of the night. I guess, <laughs> sorry, I, don't, I just yeah, just said it. But uh, we wanted a nice beer that we could that was like sessionable and crushable. So if we did events, we could not get drunk. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, I love Vienna lagers. They're like yeah, fantastic. It's like a lager. It's easy drinking, but it still has that some character to it. Right. Yeah. And that was uh, that was the reason. That was the primary motivation for doing that style. Yeah, we didn't want to make a second IPA either, so... Yeah, or, or also just, I mean, just in general, I think, I, you know, I'm, there's definitely hopheads out there, and, you know, myself included, but sometimes you just want, like, a regular period, you know? Just, yeah. just like, like you were saying, you know, nothing better than just, like, a, like a crisp, you know, classic yeah. lager. Um, and we thought, you know, Vienna lager kind of straddled the line where it was still kind of crafty, you know? It's, it's like... It's yeah. European amber lager, you know, uh, but it's still accessible to people who are maybe just like on the, you know, sort of fringe of craft beer drinkers, yeah. you know. Um, you know, 
it's interesting to everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, I, when I was homebrewing, uh, I always use Vienna malts as a base malt just because I love the smell of it. Yeah. And when you mash it, it smells like you're baking bread. Nice. So that was like really my motivation to make the Vienna lager specific. Right. Because I love the malt. It's like brewed mostly with Vienna malt. Okay. Um, so that's sick. So that was early 2016. Um, I swear, you said, like I think we got in touch briefly a few months ago. I think Jess was like really funny. Just as Eric told me he got a job here. Okay. So we've been friends with him for years. Yeah. And then I think just random, I don't know if he spoke to you or something, but you reached out and I swear I read something that you sent me a link to something and then you guys took a bit of a hiatus, is that right? Or am I getting that mixed up? No. That's correct. Hiatus. No, yeah, I think you're getting mixed up. So I got it mixed up. Okay, my bad. <laughs> cool, just double check. I don't know why I have that in my head. Okay, so then from 2016, how did that end up where we are right now? Like how did that go? So you got the two beers on the market in the last couple of years, sort of how did those events lead to this? So I think after we got the two beers, we, uh, you know, LCBO listings, licensee listings, uh, we had to think like what's next, right? Yeah. And uh, the market's kind of changing. You know, you can't sell all your product through LCBO and stuff, so you want to have your own facility. Yeah, yeah. And our initial goal has always been to have a brick and mortar facility. Okay. So we decided to make our next focus kind of get it. To get that. And yeah. It's uh, 2018 now, so yeah. Uh, yeah. that was our... It took a long time. That's pretty good. Still like a four and a half year plan right there? Yeah, yeah. On track? It's on track. So, okay, so we're in this new area called the Canary District, like I mentioned. Uh, I only heard of this area literally this week just passed. We were <laughs> in Toronto doing this contract for our social media business, and we had to take photos of that Tory's bake shop, like just there. Oh, yeah. And we were driving yeah. in, I was like, oh shit, Avery. Like, I was like, and I hang on, Canary District, the Avery. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's... It all clicked, huh? Very clever. So, Basically, right now, we're sitting in what is about to be the long slice actual brewery. Um, we've got a nice looking set, so you can't really tell, but like it's a construction zone at the moment. Uh, this is on track for March to start well, producing. Well, I think, no, I think March is like when the beer, I mean, not going to Yeah, good thing we have this. It's, it's taking us a second. There's always delays, but you know, yeah. March, if is the goal. Know, this is the goal to have like the retail shop open and you could like come in and buy like a six pack or something. Yeah, okay. Um, and, and yeah, it gives us time to actually finish like four or five batches so we can actually start selling it. <laughs> you can get it. Right. Yeah. So just so you know, because this is a construction site, our door is locked uh, <laughs> after us. So I gotta go let the camera go. It's <laughs> no so active construction, so Shit. that's why we're not wearing hard hats right now. That's true. We so good. Have a, a locker of hard hats and. Uh, we do? Okay, so we, we can wear them if we need to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll just edit that and we'll fix it in post. <laughs> exactly. What is that? What is that though, Tiff? Thank you. Um, Alright, sick. So, yeah. this, so how did it, like, so the Avery is actually a bar, essentially kind of like a sports bar and restaurant. Yeah. That yeah. is co-owned by you guys? It's co-owned by us, yeah. Okay. So, so it's like kind of weird. I mean, like, uh, you can go, like, backtracking a little bit, you know, Please. like after, so after Loose Lips and Hopsta, you know, uh, the next thing was getting a brick and mortar place. So we've actually looked, this is I think the third place we've looked at. Third okay. place we've seriously, Seri seriously looked yeah. at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the first one was actually not too far from here. It was just over on Adelaide, uh, and it's a printing house now. So okay. they've actually yeah. called us, being like, "Hey, we can do print jobs." I'm like, like took our brewery. Yeah, you assholes. Yeah, get out of here. Nah, that's not true. I stole no, all stuff not. from them. But yeah, uh, like, like a month ago, picking up some uh, some menus or something. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. But then, yeah, the second place was also very close to here. It was like an old, um, I don't even know what, it was like a garage, like warehouse thing. It's down by like the film studio, so it's okay. a beautiful, like old building with like, you know, skylights and stuff. And if, if we hadn't taken that place, 
it would have been like just a straight up production facility. It wouldn't have been. Would have been a tap room or anything. Oh, they definitely would have been, but like it, it's on kind of like a side street. It was on Logan Avenue, so like it was. Better that. It's yeah, yeah Logan's. It's, it's a residential street, like gotcha. and then at the end, close to Lakeshore, there's some like uh, warehouses. So like I don't know, like you. You wouldn't have the foot traffic that you have here. It's not like people are walking by. Right, right. Um, but the, the guy we were working on that with, uh, he's one of the owners of the Doc Ellis Sports Bar ah, and, right, uh, right. The, and the Emmett Ray. Um, and so, like, anyway, it ended up falling through. And, you know, we, we were all kind of bummed about that for, for a bit because we were really like, man, that one is really that is perfect, so cool. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was um, the one Jimmy made, like, like, like booklets and stuff to, for the banks and everything. We were like, like this is it. This is our. This is the one. Going to, yeah, and then it's devastating yeah. when that fell through. But yeah, but uh, but yeah. yeah, I think actually the developers for this condo area, uh, they live in the West End. A lot of them, like a lot of their plays. Okay. Uh, so they were out at the dock, and they they really they really, I mean, I don't if. if you guys should go to the Dock Ellis. It's on Dundas West. Yes. <laughs> if I can make a plug. It's yeah, Dundas do. and Dovercourt. Uh, it's in my neighborhood. I live out there, too. It's a great... One of the best sports bars in Toronto. You know, some say third best after the aviary, and real sports always wins, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like how to get that 60-foot <laughs> yeah. television here to yeah, meet that. Exactly. Um, okay, so, so you got to meet the... at the Dock Ellis. So you actually partnered with the owner still of that? Is that right? Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. so yeah. Yeah. yeah, they they approached the Doc Ellis thing, like, hey, we really want you to open up, like, a sister bar in the Canary District, mm-hmm. and the Doc Ellis guys were like, well, we've wanted to do a brew pub for a while, and because we had the connection with the other owner that, um, you know, we'd worked with on the previous project, it all it all just kind of seemed like a good fit, like, we all worked together, it worked for us, like, we wanted to open a brewery, and, we like, the Doc Ellis is one of our favorite bars, they've carried us since... Had they, did our, they did our canned lunch party when we first got cans. The right. lunch party was there too. Sick. Yeah. Okay. So the yeah. history. Yeah. yeah, we've known each other since, and we both started around the same time. So we've known each other both like the whole the time. whole journey type of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they were they figured that this instead of opening another bar, they'd be like, well, we'd be looking to work with you guys anyway. It fell through at the big skylight place, so. Yeah. Let's do this, and I guess there was enough space for both a bar and a physical brewery, exactly. as well yeah. as like availability for permits for the actual physical requirements that a brewery needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're like, all right, let's do it. I'm like, you're here now. It's like this is pretty big. Like, this no, it's, it's sizable. It goes around the corner too. So I'm like, you guys have yeah. room to grow, which is always smart. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, where are you brewing out of now, by the way? Cool. Uh, not cool anymore. No. Uh, where you're, uh, so three uh, new beers we're brewing at Junction Craft Brewing. Oh yeah, I heard their uh, new facility is sick. Yeah, no, it's great. I haven't been down there. Yeah, and uh, the other two were brewing at uh, like Hobson and Slips are brewing at Common Good. Mm. Yeah, I know Scott and Jamie. Yeah, good guys. Okay, yeah. sick. Okay, cool. So like you got all that handled for now, and I guess the idea would be to move the production across to here once. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once that goes. Okay. Perfect. Finally build up inventory. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of cracking the loose ones, man. Oh, you know what? Crack that bad boy. Yeah, yeah. We got lots of glass. Yeah, we do, right? Everyone's got okay. Sick. Oh, he actually stole your other one. That's you there. Let me do it. That's your yes, your freshie. Um, all right. So this, the aviary. When did that project begin? When did when did it actually sort of kick in to be like? Um, uh, yeah, please. Thank you. A year and a bit. It was like I heard about it. I think I think it was like early August of last year. So wait, was it now? Twenty eighteen. So yeah, twenty seventeen. Okay. So it took. Yeah. And when did it open? Uh, August uh, 28th. 
Okay, so August 28. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So like it's really fresh. It's very, like brand new. Like it looks like it's just like it's beautiful like brand new. It's still under construction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, ser- we're serving beers, but there's uh, you, the camera can't see it, but there's definitely you'll see it on the B-roll. There's, yeah. There's, there's a, tarps there's... everywhere, and it's you know. It's, but it works. The legal construction wall, so we can still <laughs> yeah. do work over here. Right, and keep it out of there. Yeah. The dust. Okay, sick. Um, so that bar opened, and the concept was essentially like you said, sports bar. It's a restaurant. Are you guys those all co-owned? Do they co-own the brewery space, or a... uh, they do? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. Yeah. This whole unit is co-owned by the two of us. So. Mm. Okay. And are you guys cool with that? Well, that makes sense business-wise to you guys. Yeah. Um, I, I think <clears throat> the, the arrangement we've worked out. So we're still separate companies. Okay. Uh, like parent companies, and we own like a third sort of corporation. Yeah, that makes so sense. businessy, but you know hey, that's I how love, it works. You know, I love so, this stuff. You know, so so we're the aviary okay. slash long size brewery, whatever. It's, but long size brewery Inc. is its own thing. So anyway, okay, and the, that company owns a part of like the the aviary. Sort of exactly, the, the, whatever like literally like physical space we own fifty fifty. Okay, um, and so basically we just share the profit. So like any beer that we make and we sell to like bars or the LCBO or whatever. That's that, yours or that part. That's bo- it's both of ours. Like we split it half and half. Yeah, I mean, that's probably good to... any revenue that the bar brings in is happening, so... And that um, works out well for everybody, right? Yeah. Because like, yeah. they know, it's, like, it's a bet that you guys are, like, they're betting on that everything's going to work out well for this side because they have a bit of history having a bar and stuff. Yeah. But then you guys have built a brand over the last four and a half years mm-hmm. and actually doing it, so it's a, it's a solid bet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense to us, you know? Okay. I mean, and also, I mean, just in general, like, anybody opening up a, a brew pub or... Like the more you can sell it at the front of, front of your doors, it's always better. Oh, it's cheaper. You know, yeah, you get higher revenue. You, you don't yeah, have yeah. to pay for logistics. You can yeah, just right. It's like take it over. Rather walk, yeah. it, walk it across the room. Yeah. So I, I didn't get to like stare at it in depth yet, but you have a tap list over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume that there's other long size beers besides these three on tap. Uh, there's two more, and then there's a collab beer. Yep. There's also on tap. I, I brewed a sour with uh, Salter Street, which is our neighbor. Nice. Um, so we did 50, like we brewed 100 liters, we each got a 50 liter keg. Nice. We're about to go back and hopefully brew another 15 heck batch, so okay. we have Split that up? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Where are you, so you're brewing, I guess my, my question is where are you brewing those uh, beers for, that you're pouring the not in cans? Uh, Junction. I mean, Junction? so the, the loose lips and hops that those are common good. So they're just staying there. And then yeah. uh, the small cans. Is like that Junction? Let's say you're doing a one-off yeah. small batch. Oh, yeah. So they're, they're out of Junction as well? No, no, no they're at the, whatever the... Um, oh, the collab place. The collab so there's all collabs. Yeah. Yeah. They're I, all collabs. I had a peach sour on. Yeah, I, I saw that. I, I brewed that at a uh, common good pilot system. Oh, I've seen that, yes. Yeah, okay. it's so, like all those things, so I, I got like... Uh, is that 80, tapped? 85 liter, it's, it's already gone. Damn. Yeah, I know. That was, <laughs> I saw that on Instagram, I was like, man, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. And, okay. Uh, yeah, so anything to fill out our, our own tap list. That's what I was curious, yeah. yeah. It's like, so it's mostly collapsed, though. And that's the easiest way to do it? Or is it like you could yeah. just do a quick pilot batch or. Yeah, pilot batch. It wasn't really collab with. Uh, like, I used their system, but it was. I just it kind was of went in one day, yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. did it. Okay. Yeah. But I think the collabs. It's a great way to build community and stuff. I think, especially here in the East End, a lot of us are like fairly new, you know? Yeah. Salter yeah. Street's like a year old, I think. Yeah. Know? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that with Toronto. I've heard of them, but. Yeah, they're yeah, actually they're like, like a five minute walk from here. Oh, really? Yeah, right on the other side of the DVP. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, sick. So that's, and I guess the plan is in the meantime, like, I mean, it's not even really that far away. It's within a five ish month. 
window that this will be open sort of anyway and the idea is you'd be better brewing all the small batch you know experimental stuff like you said the peach sour all the fun things like that yeah, yeah. will be coming out of here yeah, yeah. as well, opposed to exactly and we have a, also like a homebrew system our homebrew system is, is here going to be here yeah. so yeah we'll, so you can actually do even like a, just like pilot kegs exactly like a, like yeah. a single keg worth yeah, yeah, yeah. just like okay, so, stuff yeah and, uh, you know, I think like it's just we like to do that before we like release a full scale beer anyway work right. out any of the kinks like it's a lot easier to do it on a small scale and be like Oh, maybe like we need to, you know, add hops and dial back this, or uh, you know, I mean, whatever. Totally. Whatever happens, but you know, it's a lot. It's a lot better to dump out like you know, twenty liters over like two thousand liters or four thousand liters. So, oh yeah, and uh, at least you can sell it immediately, right? Like you yeah, can try it, and if it's really bad, then you dump it. But I'm sure it wouldn't be. It's more just like cool. You yeah. put the test batch on there and like exactly move yeah, it through, yeah. so nothing's really ever wasted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then if it's great, like all right, cool, scale it up. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, that's really sick. So it sounds like it's got it, you've got it all, like all the plans are, are coming together then. Um, so once you're open, will you be canning out of here? So will, will you move all the production for these cans to this location? We, we, we don't have a uh, canning line on purchase yet, but okay. we, we kind of want to use sessions for a lot of it. So we, at least we can sell the cans out the, the front door at least. Yeah. Possibly from still, there. Yeah. Still might like brew uh, or LCBO stuff off site. Okay. Maybe like not. if it's like production yeah. reasons, yeah. it's just easier to do that. You could just yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people do that. You know, they don't oh, that's really very common. So we uh, just depending on the size of how this goes. Like if the exactly. demand, you don't want to stress, you might as well like yeah. use this for the additional growth yeah, yeah. or whatever. We're looking for a like a, um, a semi-manual canning system, so like we could do all our, all our own canning here. Okay, but uh, it's yeah, they're not cheap. No, yeah, <laughs> I got like three hundred grand or something for. Uh, We've seen yeah, some expensive. Uh, less expensive ones, but uh, yeah. but they're more work, so they're more expensive in the long run. Because you got yeah. labor costs yeah, yeah. that'll come with it rather than just go and do it. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's great, guys. That's like it's really cool. It's cool to see that because I wasn't sure how it all came together. I'd seen you guys around for years, I wasn't sure how it all kind of like fit in and how this place sort of worked with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Will people be able to come into the brewery here, or is it this is just strictly a production uh, zone and? They will technically, yeah. So you have like a tap room in here, or uh, would it be a takeout, like literally just buy cans? We've, and go? we've got a, a separate license, so it's like neither a tap room nor like a bar. It's a uh, what's it called? A tide house. Tide house. Tide house. Tide house. So it's a like we we were allowed to have beer, and we're allowed to have other people's beer, and we're allowed to have liquor and wine, oh. anything there. Uh, and once we get this open, we can switch our liquor license over to the tide house, and then. Like all four corners of the space, like including this side, will be uh, licensed. Cool. So, uh, but we're still gonna put a little bit of railing there so people don't wander over. Yeah. Or, right. Oh, so it's gonna be open. Like, yeah. So if we can invite yeah. people to do tours and they could, uh, you know, drink while they're doing a tour. Like they won't be broken, breaking a lot. Like, yeah. Gotcha. Drinking, That's fine. Uh, yeah. We, we keep talking about like uh, we want to do sort of experiential brewery tours. <laughs> okay. Like our original idea. Which we probably couldn't do because it's probably illegal, but <laughs> it's uh, just like a murder mystery. But you don't tell okay. anybody on the tour that it's a murder mystery. You just like, it pretend like it's just like a murder scene, and they're like, "Oh my god!" And then we lock yeah. it down. You know, like, all right, guys, you know, no one's going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> just John's got a bunch of fake blood laying on the mash tun, <laughs> and we're like, "Oh my god, somebody in here killed John!" And <laughs> Nobody can leave until we figure out who. <laughs> that would be. I don't know. How is that illegal? Because you're in trap. Well, I, I think I yeah. think you just can't like like just lock a door and keep lock a door in. and keep people inside. If it's illegal. I feel like we get sued. You yeah. 
unless it was again to sign a waiver when they move it when they walk in. <laughs> that's true. Well, yeah. that's just a typical tool waiver. Don't worry about it. They're reading yeah. fine. <laughs> Throw on page sixteen, like somebody might get fake murdered. <laughs> yeah. Just like real, real small. Yeah. That could work. I love it. That's actually literally genius. So. <laughs> Speaking of ridiculous ideas, um, you guys are one of the few breweries that produce your own content online. Uh, you do some zany YouTube skits, little short things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where did all that come from? Because I was we were talking briefly earlier, but uh, generally breweries aren't super focused on marketing, or you know, as far as they don't appreciate it, don't really see the value in it. Particularly original content that takes effort, like video. It's quite a lot of work. So where did that come from? Uh, we got to th- do a shout out to uh, Lee Cochran as well. He's a uh, he's a friend of ours. He uh, when he was in film school, he approached us. Uh, first final project or uh, some, something. He wanted to do a uh, documentary about a brewery. Okay. Uh, he pitched it to uh, his professor. Uh, the professor was like, no. <laughs> but he... He's uh, like, I'm doing it anyway. He did it anyway, yeah. Right. And uh, he actually... It's not on our YouTube uh, channel, but he also made a documentary. He's, he's making right. a web series yeah. about us, and we have season one out already. Nice. But uh, all the other stuff, originally, he uh, kind of directed and produced... Uh, he's a good friend of ours. He actually, uh, he's uh, now he's Sebastian's roommate. Right. So, you know, so he's really, he's in the squad. Yeah, no, exactly. But he, uh, he kind of showed us that it was possible to make our own stuff and make it kind of well on a very shoestring budget. So, right. Um, good uh, shout out to, to Garo Rook. Oh, yeah, Garo Rook. Uh, he was uh, another guy we worked with, another videographer that... Uh, uh, we did our very first like viral video viral. It had like ten thousand views, but you know, like for me, that's like for, uh, for that's, a, that's a brewery that's rel- pretty yeah. relatively viral right there. Yeah, and uh, the whole spoof was uh, what makes hops to so great. It's the unique blend of hops, but the hops were rabbits that we made a little like hop costumes for. Yeah. <laughs> on the table, cute, kind of yeah. like ridiculous, funny, ridiculous. like yeah. internet stuff. Yeah, like we just. I think all of us just like memes and stuff a lot too, and just like old '80s action movies and and I mean I think well also part of the reason for going with like the sort of VHS quality like videos that we do now is because like we're not using great cameras you know so it's like a little bit it's like masking your off flavors with hops you know we're like masking, masking our, our shitty uh, that's a that's a great analogy yeah we're yeah. just like well we used our cell phone to film it so I guess if we make it look like a VHS nobody like it's just like no other no, no, difference yeah, yeah exactly to be fair the cell phones these days are pretty ridiculous oh, they actually look full, I think this one like the iPhone 8 plus got like 4K yeah Sub, but Sub, Sub's phone is like we, we, we were using a really nice camcorder before I mean, it's still a camcorder, but it was pretty good. And Seb's, Seb's phone is like a better camera now yeah. than this. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. Yeah. Fairly did, modern yeah. you know, camcorder. We did so some filming on uh, Tuesday, was it, this week? Mm-hmm. Uh, all of it was done on Seb's camera. Nice. Film. Phone things. Phone. Yeah, it's not it's a phone. There's no film. No film. Ever, sorry, any yeah, film yeah. ever. <laughs> ever. In a phone. It's not happening. It's only a verb. Film. It's only a verb now. Only a verb. Just a film. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like more just referring to the old, old way of doing yeah. shit. And that's sick. So it's like. That's really cool to see you guys like uh, appreciate or, or the value of this type of stuff. Whether it's because you're a fan of it or maybe like someone reached out to you, but still, just something that always like I always like to talk about it on the podcast. Just the, when, like we were saying earlier, one of the things that sort of irks me a little bit about breweries is that a lot of people just don't see the value in or sort of appreciate what like a little bit of marketing, a little bit of innovation can do. Just because people feel, and I understand that like if you brew it, they'll come. Which is fair, 
because yeah. I, you know, good beer is good beer, and technically, that is true a lot of the time. It's just not true all the time. Yeah. And in a market that's getting more and more crowded, and like you were saying, like the industry sort of changing a bit. You know, sometimes the it's getting to the point now because there's so many breweries that the cream is going to rise, yeah. and the ones who aren't performing uh, are just not going to stick around. They're not going to last. So one way to uh, assist that like is to do something fun and ridiculous like mm. make yeah. internet make millions of videos for the internet it's great yeah. we, we have a good time doing it it's like yeah and it shows the personality like people buy it. like that's why I think people like podcasts where we talk to brewers because they get to look you guys like we were talking before look you in the eyes and like see your personality and hear your story well that was a good one I saw that, I saw that. Um, <laughs> yeah and no, I was looking at this thing. Ooh, <laughs> that was off that was off <laughs> that one's on there uh, look at the cameras oh, everywhere shoot. yeah people get to like see you um uh, you know a different side of you and it just shows oh man these guys are like fun I feel like oh well if I go down to the brewery it'd, it'd be a good you know what I mean like, there's a whole bunch of connotations that come with that yeah yeah they're like you know like with the videos too I mean this is something that like we all like Seb, uh, Seb and I uh, we were in a band together back in the day too so I mean this whole like the whole brewery experience like for me anyway uh, is like it feels like being in a band with, with John and Seb you know we all we right. used to live together our office was in the basement, you know. Yeah, we lived along with our with each other for four years. Yeah, all three of you, three of us, and my wife. Yeah. Oh, four of you? Four of us. Jesus, and, and our cat. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. intense. Yeah. And no, wait, you guys are brothers. We're brothers. So like, uh, yeah. that's intense because I know we had lived together. My brother too. Brad does our camera and our audio engineer stuff. Cheers, Rattles. Get in, yeah. But I feel like we don't really like. We never lived. I don't know. We did live together actually when we first moved here. Okay, so we did. So was that like, I guess it was a sort of, sort of like an extension of that. It was almost as like, far as like it, is that a necessity yeah. more than anything? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, how do we, like, man, if we had an office plus like we were just paying rent for our own places, like oh, we, wouldn't, be out of we wouldn't have had any money. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, if yeah. we just combine them into one space, and we got a great house, it was good for hosting parties. I, I, but like going back to the videos, though, I, th- I think like, you know, I didn't start a company so that I couldn't do the things that I like to do yeah and like that's part of and that's just a great thing when you can you can do that you know like I don't know nobody can tell me that like that's a dumb idea man John John can we all can say it yeah yeah but what comes out is after we've all said oh that's a great idea yeah yeah no I think that's really sick I agree so much as like we've all worked with people before and you sort of feel kind of like stuck and like kind of have no control and the whole point of owning your own shit is that you can do what you want and inject that um, creativity I mean if you're in a band we do music as well and I kind of like the creativity of being able to inject that energy into something else and, and be able to produce some fun stuff like and I think people take beer too like beer man we get drunk that's what yeah. we do with this <laughs> like a, why do people like not take this? it's a fucking it's, it's just fun like why like 90% of why I started drinking beer Pretty 90%? Like 100% I now I enjoy it. Now you enjoy it and you appreciate it before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Before it was like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I just, I think that's really important. Some people forget that um, along the way because it's become so serious. Yeah. And that's something that I've noticed from outside of the fence that like a lot of it, I don't really think it happens with brewers as much. It's kind of the drinkers take, start taking things like way too serious. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it's not. The brewers are always the, like, and the owners and stuff, like always yeah. the coolest people that are just chill because like, I've never met someone who works in a brewery who's not happy. I don't know if you've ever seen one, but I haven't really seen any. 
No, um, never. Yeah, okay. exactly, right? Everyone's no, you say it. Right? I can't think of a single example. I'm talking like yeah. a, a ridiculous big smiles all the time. People are just some of the nicest people I've ever met in my life have been in this beer world. Now I'm super grateful to be able to have the opportunity to, to talk to people. So it's really sick to see that and to see like you guys like, hey man, like let's just have fun with this. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's very, very uh, refreshing. I like it. Particularly in somewhere like Ontario, I feel like it's uh hit a, a bit of both here. Something I feel like there's more serious from where, where I'm, I live in Montreal. So like the scene out there is a little more traditional. There's even more pretty like fun and crazy or you know funny French people and stuff. Whereas like I feel like here people take it a little more serious and maybe a little bit more like traditionalist. I guess for lack of a better word. Like mm-hmm. so it's cool to see people messing around. It's great shit. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, we. Uh, I-, I posted a video once of uh, something we made on like Reddit. I don't you know. Reddit. Mm-hmm. But every comment was like, oh, that uh, it should be about the beer. This is a gimmick. I hate gimmicks. Yeah. It's probably <laughs> terrible beer. I'm like, yep, like, I can only sell this in Ontario. I mean, this guy probably didn't live in Ontario. <laughs> Which subreddit was that in? It was in r slash homebrew. Oh, the homebrew. Okay. I love homebrew and subreddit. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, oh, there's another. Hey, is there anything? Oh, these might have some. Crack it. I got to crack. Crack him up, dude. Crack it. Yeah, we got two cases here, too, you know? Yeah, there's there's, literally cases of beer. You know what? Here, let's not ruin the facade. No, you can do it. Put them right back. Let's ruin the facade. I think it's part of the game. If the facade isn't ruined, it means we didn't do our damn job. Yeah. Gosh darn it. Yeah, like Red is pretty funny about that sometimes. Park downstairs where I have the option to park overnight for like three bucks. Ooh, so it's like, you know, if she gets too real? Yeah. No dramas. Yeah, that's the only thing. Yeah, sometimes Reddit can be a little. I stopped posting our stuff in Reddit because people get. <laughs> a little, a little too serious about yeah, yeah. Uh, about things like that. They'll just pick, like just, they just tear through you for the smallest thing. So it's like, you know what? You know, it's that's okay. the internet, though. You know, yeah, that's, no, that's the biggest general. comment I ever saw though was one of the videos we made. Uh, somebody posted. It was a negative comment. But like, these guys obviously have money. Uh, so usually in this community, we don't like brewers that have money. Like, <laughs> like, we live together. We, we paid Lee like wait. 50 bucks to help us out for <laughs> yeah. the day. He was happy like, to do it. Like, we bought them pizza, I guess. Yeah. You know, was, you know, <laughs> yeah. Not to say we don't, you, yeah. should, you should always pay artists. I don't care to look at it. No, you definitely should. But, but you know, if, you're, if your friends are artists and they help you out, you know, like... Make sure you, know, you take care of it. You know, listen... Bartering. Oh, it, was a barter, it was a bartering sort of, you know... Nothing wrong with that. You know, if everyone's down, as long as it's not taking advantage. Exactly. Yeah. We, you know, we didn't like message him and be like, "Hey, it'd be great exposure for you." Yeah. Man. Right. Yeah. That's, that's that keyword, the exposure word, the e word. Oh, yeah. oh man, that's the worst, isn't it? I hate when some people like, you know, send you an email. I was like, "Can we have like, like forty cases for our Jack and Jill? It's gonna be great exposure to my thirteen friends yeah, who will yeah, come." Yeah. Did you get that? You we get do that, yeah. Stuff like oh, that all the day, time. Man. Yeah. Every day, yeah. people. And this is like every brewery. This isn't just yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's every artist. And, and yeah. There's a lot of crossover there. But I think especially coming from like a music background and stuff too. It's yeah, a little more touchy. Well, I just, you know. I also, you know, my girlfriend's an artist. She went to like uh, OCAD and, you know, like she hates it. Like she can just, like you just see like, her eyes like, yeah. like to fire. It's like exposure. Like, like I get paid mm. to do this. You know, this is my job. Man. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that actually drives me crazy. It is really funny that people, because uh, like we run, we own a social media agency, like I said, and we have all sorts of different brands. And the the, the uh, what's the word? Like the, the the balls of people. Some of the things they ask for, and they'll like a post. Hey, send me a free whatever the thing is because I like it. Or they'll DM me asking just for that all the time. We like we, fifty thousand followers. No, like some of them have <laughs> two hundred and forty-three followers, and oh, they yeah. ask for a thousand dollar smartphone. Oh. Some of the ones like regularly, like daily. 
it's actually really scary to me that like I think sometimes social media has given people a little too much confidence in uh, or, or entitlement right. that they they are able they uh, are entitled to like free shit yeah, yeah. for doing something very small for a brand mm-hmm. so I guess that's the equivalent of like everyone just wants something these days oh, yeah. which kind of sucks but whatever part of the game like you said yeah. um, no, it's like, okay so once the the brewery's up and running what's the plans from that what's, what's the future look like oh, we're excited for <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever it is yeah, well, yeah brewing more beers more varieties uh, yeah just being able to do more things that we want to do in the future now that we have a permanent home and right right a better events um, yeah event space that's a good point yeah yeah Maybe in a burgeoning area, murder too. mystery. You know, yeah, murder I think mystery. we're half serious, but mostly serious. Mystery. <laughs> mostly serious. Yeah. I feel like if you figure out the legal restrictions on that, it could be pretty yeah. sick. Well, I, I think we just gotta tell people. Yeah, maybe just tell people it'd be fine. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> just, just let them know there's gonna be a murder. And that someone's gonna die, and <laughs> yeah. it's not real, and it's not you. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be that's really sick. Okay. So then I guess you know just taking this as far as it can go and just yeah yeah I mean the goal eventually is to have like an offsite production facility right you know so like just I mean ideally in an ideal world we you know we grow beyond our capacity and could have a million square foot facility in yeah yeah somewhere yeah. Um, oh, some I, people don't have those goals a lot of brewers are like this is as big as I am right now and I do um, not want to get bigger well I mean we have personal goals too. I mean I think like even talking about the content more like we. We've worked on like a video game, you know, which nobody's seen, but it's it's there. It's on my phone. We can play yeah, it. A functional and video it's, game. You know, That's you could, uh, you know, there's a lot of little like just sort of side projects that kind of like relate to the brewery that I think like personally like like we'd all like to kind of like you know do these offshoots. Uh, well, like the you know, well we just have a you know people running the, the facility. And we, right. You know, we kind of oversee it and be like, hey, listen, like. <laughs> there's other I don't know for me anyway there's like other side projects that I'd like to work on uh, still beer related like the video game is literally you're pouring long sliced beers and trying to you know like <laughs> yeah, some, like kill some stuff uh, no, there's no just trying to catch the beers it's a little bit a mix of like uh, then why I assumed video games were killing uh, I would like to do that <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that yeah but uh, no, the, I think the game we've worked on is it's kind of like uh, that old Budweiser bartender game where you slide beers down the, the rail oh you gotta like catch them you gotta catch the beers uh, it's a bit of that mixed with uh, overcooked which is like a cooking game where you gotta assemble the ingredients and anything. that sounds yeah. fun people walk to the bar they ask for a long sized beer and you have to pour it but the bar gets really busy, so and there's just like a single brands. bartender like slinging beers. <laughs> yeah. so if you know, they get they get angry if you don't. You, know. you got to pick up the empties, like yeah, and your score at the tips you make. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, yeah. Yeah. that's fun. One of the yeah. levels is on Mars. <laughs> yeah, it's a great place. Great place to be. Craig, can I take a? Uh, can we do a little fix here in post? Uh, uh, I got. Really you can just run out and keep going. Okay. Yeah, we keep okay. these pretty slow. I'll be thinking about that soon I'll, too. Uh, Maybe we we'll just do like trades. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. No, I love it. I kind of want. Yeah, yeah you can go for it. I'll wait until he gets back. Yeah, we can yeah, swap yeah. out. We can do uh, tag teams. We do this every podcast. It's just like, even like we used to like uh, stop it. It's like yeah, yeah. Let's just keep going. I was at the gym just before this. I chugged like a liter and a half of water. So it's uh, hitting you. Yeah, I was getting. Yeah, I have these like three half beers. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're like, uh oh. Yeah. yeah, we have to figure figure that out. It's uh, it's always the hardest part of this one is trying to wait and like. Because I can't really leave people to talk by themselves yeah. for a bit. So I was like, usually I just got to thug it out. Yeah, me and Jimmy, we're like, you know, if it was just the two of us, we're comfortable not communicating in the same room for like hours, you know? Right. We can just, we can we, just sit here inside. We didn't say a single word when we drove here, actually. Yeah? Except for like, I was like, you know, when you're driving, you're talking, you're like, oh, like 
guy like doesn't use the blinkers like oh, yeah like, like, I was saying stuff like that but that's Jimmy, it Jimmy was playing a game on his phone I like that yeah. it's family it's how you know it's comfy nothing wrong with that yeah. blokes it's bloke stuff mm-hmm. yeah I know like I, I sometimes if people go just like talk, it's weird but, like sometimes like uh, I've like, done podcasts where maybe we're doing one beer at a time and they got to go somewhere to go get the beers so then right. there'll be a minute or two when I'm by myself I'm going to just talk to her by myself it's just kind of weird talking to yourself <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to get yeah. people can see yeah yeah <laughs> so I'm like anyways this has been pretty good like you know it's kind of like it's funny though it's yeah, yeah. Um, I love it, man. So who's doing the recipes then? Are you, are you both splitting the brewing right now, or how does that work? Uh, I don't know, like I'm, I'm taking the role of head brewer. Okay. I've got a background in science and stuff. Right, at the so you're the, uh, you're the man for that. Yeah, and uh, Jimmy's still going to be brewing. Like, we're going to kind of co-do it. Just my, my role now is going to switch in. Like, the responsibilities go to me to run the brewery. Gotcha. And like, Jimmy will still do it, but... If something fucks up. It's on you. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. So, uh, you, would you be hiring like assistants and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, uh, I think what we're going to do right now is uh, once we open up, it's going to be uh, like me and Jimmy, we're, we'll, we'll brew more full time. We'll brew, brew full time. Um, and we'll have Sebastian will be learning and helping. Oh, nice. And our sales guy, David, he'll, uh, he'll do it. So we'll have like three full-time people, so like two full-time people and two half full-time people kind of brewing. That's it. But then once we get the canyon line, we'll, uh, for Everyone something this size, it's got to be jack of all trades, so yeah, it's we'll, hire, we'll hire full-time, it'll be half brewing, half packaging, half selling. A third, yeah, the, third, third, sorry, yeah, yeah. can't be 150%. Uh, you know, maybe you can, maybe yeah, you can, that's true. But, yeah, we have plans to... So everyone's doing that. Okay, and right now, who's so? Are you the one acting as a head brewer right now? So you came up with the peach sour, like you said. That, yeah, uh, I did. Yeah, yeah, good. So all the little fun recipes and stuff, like yeah. that's mostly on you. These other three, like that we did at Junction, those are my recipes. But those are yours. Yeah. Okay. Tina brewed them at a like Tina Schoenwetter at Junction. The head brewer. Okay, there. those head brewer. Okay, I haven't yeah. met them yet. No. Sick. She's nice. Cool. Yeah, it's fun to hang out there. Yeah. Brew. I heard it's a beautiful thing out there. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. You want to piss? I do. Yes. Go for it. Right. Yep, I uh, do. It's tag teaming it. It's tag teaming it. That's how you do it, bro. Well, Keep it, it moving. Is this still recording? Yeah, still recording, uh, bro. Hey, we're, we're so unprofessional. Jeez, I'm so No, no, no. <laughs> oh, have, have, damn near every episode, there's always a, a piss yeah. incident. We're drinking beer, right? That's Everyone, true. You That's gotta true. do it. It's like human. Sometimes, what you're saying to John, that uh, sometimes, like, it'll be, if there's like two of us or... Say if it's just me and one person, like I can't leave them to just talk by themselves. If you guys both went at the same time, I can keep myself and the people entertained <laughs> and just hit them with a few thoughts. It's a little yeah. awkward, but it can be done. Right. But uh, when there's three of us, it's okay, because we're a tag team, it's never awkward. I like it this way, because I reckon it's more, they get the real experience. Right. If it's like too edited, like Brad edits it in like, like music, he's an audio engineer, so it makes a master like a song, yeah. but, um, I feel like it's, I don't know, I don't want to take away from that raw experience. Something about that is kind of like... No, it's true. I reckon it's like the whole point. It's, it's the real, it's the <laughs> real chill. The real we thing. Have, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven open cans of beer, so... That's not too bad, right? That's, 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 that's okay for three people. Like, for three, yeah. Cool. yeah. You know, for a quiet Sunday, other. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, what is your role then? I was just asking John what, like, who's sort of, when the brewery opens, who's coming yeah. up with the recipes and stuff. So sure, where, yeah. where are you? I mean, you're going to be doing a bit of brewing, of course. Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be more of like a cellarman, I think. Um, like, Hopsa is my recipe from back in the day, but I mean, 
as we've like matured as a company, it's, uh, like I've, I've definitely taken more of a backseat role for the brewing side. Like to John, he's got like organic chem background and stuff like that. He so just nice stuff. Yeah, much more. He'll just mm. write down the recipe and I'll just I'll make yeah, it. All right, I know, got I'm blue collar, but uh, <laughs> but no, I do a lot more of the marketing <clears throat> side uh, now. So. I don't know what that means, but you know, no, I mean, but, uh, but like, let's say, like, I do like the can designs. Okay. You're a designer? Uh, like not, a, not by trade, I've become one from doing this. From I've got, yeah, I've gotten, uh, gotten a lot better over the years. Uh, okay. Understanding, you know, just the like the I, I mean, I do a lot of video editing and stuff like that too. But when, when it comes to like grand strategy stuff, is that your that's thing? That's still my hat that yeah. I have to wear, but I'm, right. like, I'm not an expert at that, you know? No. Uh, but I mean, you guys got it here. Already, like as far as the work that you've done and then the the strategy that you have put in place, even if you feel that it's yeah not exactly what you want to do, I mean, you made it here. Yeah, that was a quick piss. Um, smash the door. Just going a tree or something? <laughs> no, I want to. You are a beast. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna. I want to piss. What can I get you guys to talk about in the meantime? You guys just talk like serious. This, this, you can just like just riff. It's not like that serious. Okay. You feel yeah, comfortable doing that? that yeah. Keeping it going. I have a new kitten. I can talk about that. Talk about the kitten. I'll That's be really quick. Yeah. Kittens are great. We need more cats. We need more side we'll, podcasts. We'll, cats and other shit. We'll send you a video of the cat. And you can. You can. Yeah. We'll yeah. We'll put it in. Put in the cat video right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The cat's pretty cute. Um, all, all of John's cats are named after characters from Star Trek. Yep. Uh, specifically Star Trek The Next Generation, but I don't think that's like a, that's, that's just, yeah, there's you know, no reason for that. I it's wanted just, to call the new one Quark, but like, uh, uh, Adriano's never seen Deep Space Nine and no, has no idea who that is. Also, I think you should reserve yeah. Quark. Here's what I, like, I want to yeah. get a dog named Quark, but I want it to be like a bloodhound, so I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, if, if nobody here likes Star Trek, I'm really sorry, because we're just going to talk about Star Trek and cats for like the next... Yeah, yeah, five yeah, minutes, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, the cat. The cat's really cool. It's, you know, it's weird because John, uh, when he got the, the cat initially, um, you can check out the cat on our Instagram feed, by the way. Uh, is it like you know, I was dog sitting for like a week, and the cat and dog just like, like they just hated each other, you know, as animals do a lot of times, you know. The cat never touched the ground for the entire oh, week. It was always it's on like our the shoulders. Floor is John just got a kitten, and they they're like best friends now. So yeah, so yeah, it was a good like week where they hated each other, but then you know stuck in a small basement apartment, they can't really not like each other. Uh, John, John manipulated them too. Uh, I think it's a bit manipulative, but you know it works. I think like I think we should start doing this for humans too, but. Uh, it was like a Glade plug-in in the wall that it was cat fair. It's not Glade. It's like, it, it's, you can only buy it at a vet. It's like, well, uh, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean, it's a generic brand plug-in in the wall. It's, it's, it's cat pheromones that, you know, you can buy two kinds of them. One of them is like the one that makes them just kind of relax and think everything's fine. The other one's the one that the, the mom cats produce to make the litter like each other. But yeah, no, like as soon as I plugged that in, the cats were like friends. Mm. Actually, like, it just ran out today, and I heard Guy and Hiss again. I'm like, man, I hope, I hope it's not, like, an addictive kind of drug that the cats are now addicted to to like each other. That's an interesting combo to walk yeah. in on. <laughs> I'm looking forward to listening back. Yeah. How did we go? Right. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. What were we talking about, cats? Mm. Yeah. The whole time? 
Pretty much, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I like could talk about them for days, but... Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, I like beer podcasts, you know, so. I mean, like, they really just go beer right out of the shit, so I mean, yeah, like... It's true. When I'm at home, like, I'm, like, most of my conversation is with my cats. Yeah? Like, it's... Just... Yeah, I just talk to them all the time. And they... They respond? They know their names. Like, when I say their names, they're like, oh, what's up? Yeah, yeah. Food? Yeah, but I feel like a lot of it is, like... What are you eating? Like a ketchup packet? And you're like, oh, God damn it. Give me that. Oh, God, God damn it. Oh, would you do knock over all the empty beer cans? Like, <laughs> uh, it's so funny. You're taking them back. This <laughs> my kitten only runs. And uh, yeah, just beside our fridge is where we stack all our empty beer cans. Okay. I don't know why. We should stop doing this. He just runs straight into them like a bowling ball into pens. It's like every, like, I mean, you restack them and he does it again. You're like, oh, it just never ends. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I got to get him. Yeah. So. <laughs> You should, that could be another easy content, right? Mm-hmm. So we have a lightning round, mm-hmm. which tends to not always be that lightning. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we'll do our best. We have no rules here. Okay. Yeah, we have Is it like, for lightning, is it like, Jimmy, I got a question for you. The same question to both of you. Okay. But it can be, like we joke and call it the molasses round because it generally goes for 45 minutes, but the intention was to be short, but it just never is. So you can be as long or as short as you like. First question, what is your guilty pleasure beer? Beer you are embarrassed to admit to a fellow beer nerd that you enjoy. Lucky Lager. Lucky Lager. Or Laker Lager. I used to live behind that brick brewery. Oh yeah? Uh, and so what, beer. Yeah, when I lived at 52 William Street, which is right behind it. Okay. It was like, I didn't have a car back then. It was the only two for I could reasonably, yeah. like it was close enough Lug to carry home. home. Yeah. It was before Rubo. Yeah, well, yeah, way before Rubo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good one, Lucky Lager. No one's ever said that. Or Laker. Um, Laker, sorry, Laker. Both. Laker. Laker. Yeah. Yeah. I meant to say Laker. No, no. But I'm lucky. uh, I'm more, I I think Miller, like, if I had to pick a. I know. Interesting. Yeah, well, I just really like Miller's, like, like how, I'm I'm very inspired by, like, their marketing from back in the day. They didn't, they didn't take themselves seriously, and I respect that. Yeah. It was very, like, their whole thing was just a big joke the whole time. And okay. now it's more serious, and I don't like it as much. But you know, <laughs> but their beer's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I, you know, if I'm at a bar and that's all that's there, and it was a choice between that or like some other big generic lager, I'd, I'd pick it. Take that. Yeah. Hey, fair man. Branding worked. Yeah. Yeah. It works. Look at that. Fucking Miller Coors. Uh, what is the beer you would decline under any circumstance? So the opposite. Uh, never. Well, never. Doesn't matter what it is. You're gonna drink it. If if somebody gave me like beer that was warm, that was. Eight years expired. That's been open. <laughs> you like? If somebody it. offered it to me, I'd, I'd say yes. You're a gentleman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Honorable. But, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of with John on that. I feel like it's rude. Yeah. I, I don't like people that put their nose up in beer. You know, this, this beer is all secretly talk shit about under my breath, but not here on no, the podcast. But you know, yeah, but, pretty honest. No, I'm not Unless it's like local, you don't want to talk shit about local. No, no, nothing like that. I just like I, macros. I talk shit about them all day. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, but even I'm not then, encouraging you to do it. I'm just saying you're welcome to if you feel like. Yeah, it. if know, somebody gives it to me, I'm not going to do it. But exactly. like this stuff, it's, I would never more, buy. Like that, that's yeah. the whole point, right? Like everybody likes drinking beer. Like if you're out with your buddies and like they're not super into craft beer, and you're at like a sports bar, or whatever, they give you like a Coors Light or something. We're not going to be like. No, I only drink IPAs. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like go fuck yourself. Like, yeah. <laughs> just drink the Coors Light and just enjoy, and just deal enjoy with yourself. It. Like, yeah, who cares? Yeah. You know, the yeah. end. Hey, when somebody gives me Coors Light and then I, I drink it and then somebody's like, oh, you're drinking a Coors Light? You own a brewery? I'm like, oh, come on. Like, I don't, yeah. Like, I'm not going to be. 
That's an asshole. I like beer first, <laughs> and then like you can get into politics after, you know. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. I actually never like a few years. That would have been like four years ago, maybe five. I bumped. It was in Montreal. I just bumped into some friends there, and uh, they said, "No, oh, come up to the where place I was staying." They offered me a Budweiser. I was like, "Oh no, no." Now, it wasn't because I'm a snobby piece of shit, it's just I don't like that beer and I didn't want to waste their beer, but it kind of bothered me after this question comes up in the podcast and mm-hmm. most people say this answer. So yesterday, I redeemed myself, it was Scott's bachelor party, mm-hmm. and they had this cooler, they had Bucker Beer, the Loon Lager, which I've had before, but they had Bush, and the Loon Lager was gone, but someone like, gave me a Bush, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna make up for it. Yeah, you drank too? Yeah. And I was like, it wasn't that bad. I was like, I, I didn't enjoy it necessarily. It wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And people did kind of like, oh, look at him drinking, like, because they know that this is mm-hmm. my thing. But I feel you. I did it. So I hope people are proud. Yeah. I know. I checked into it on Untapped, and mad people gave me shit. <laughs> like mad people. I never get comments like, on the Untapped stuff, and then the Bush one is the one where people start comments like, mm-hmm. trash. All right. <laughs> Favorite beer style. You go first. You go ahead. I don't know. I don't have. No, give okay, me time. I'll, I'll, I'll go think. first. I'll go first. All right. I think my favorite beer style. I, I think it's like maybe a little bit like of a broad sort of umbrella, but what I, is I, perfect? I, I like I like the pale ale style. Like I'm specifically, like I, I'm more. I know like Pops is kind of bridging like the the British pale ale like IPA style. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I, I like hoppy beers. I'm just gonna say that. I, I, but, yeah, I'm a hoppy guy. I'm a Do you hoppy prefer pales over IPAs? No, I mean, oh, I, I don't in that, put that in under that, that whole umbrella. Like, it's okay. like the New England IPAs, the hazy ones, you know, yeah. like the, the American okay. IPAs. Actually, like, recently I've been kind of craving, because I think the trend has been to move back a little bit on the bitterness. Mm-hmm. But, like... Uh, you craving uh, that West was, Coast hop bomb bitterness type uh, of joints? Uh, yeah, like, I was talking to uh, one of guys from Anderson, uh, Alex, their sales rep. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, I was talking to him yesterday, and, uh, you know... What their IPA actually like? It's like I a really true, like that. Yeah, West true Coast, American yeah. West Coast yeah. IPA. It's like super bitter, like really bitter, but also really juicy at the same time. That's is one of my favorite beers. Uh, you know, outside of course long sales beers. Of course, uh, but you know, um, that's yeah, a, that's a good just, point. Just I in like general, that. if I go to a bar, I look for like what some hoppy beers. beers. Yeah. 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 yeah, great answer. Yeah. I always look for things oh. under five percent. I'm, I'm oh, a, you're low ABV. Nice. I'm a low ABV guy. I, I like. Uh, I'm a Jew on that. Yeah, it's, you drink more longer, right? Yeah, like it's, it's yeah. life's generally a marathon. Yeah. So like, if if I see, usually don't go for the light loggers, but I go for like yeah session stuff, session IPA, probably yeah. my favorite style right now. Yeah. 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 Sometimes then, sometimes sours, but because they're usually pretty low. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Session IPAs are getting better and better these days as well. I think at first they were a little rough, but uh, people are really nailing like packing a ton of flavor in like a sub five percent beer. Yeah, yeah. It's very impressive. Um, least favorite beer style. It doesn't mean you hate it, it just means it's, I mean, you can hate it, but it just means maybe it's your, you know, if you had the list of stuff, it'd be the last one you kind of go for. Yeah, this is, this is a bit easier for me. Like, <laughs> Generally, this one is pretty easy for me. Well, again, it's more of a broader umbrella, but it's just more like, I'm kind of with John. Not, not the sense of like, I don't necessarily look for like a light beer, but like high ABV beer. It's just. It's okay. Uh, is it look cool? Yeah. Nah? Nah. Is that's it like, oh, nah, nah. what time is it? I think the kitchen's closed. Uh, six. Oh. Again, never mind. But they just knocked it? Yeah. Yeah. We gotta go. 
fix it. We'll fix it in post. Yeah. Our uh, our lights are in there. They're in the kitchen right now because eventually that wall is gonna be knocked over there. So it'll, we'll the kitchen it. will be our. We'll, we'll keep recording, yeah. but uh, okay. feel free to go and uh, fix that. Sometimes when this stuff happens, like we've been in breweries that have uh, lights on a timer. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they keep coming on and off. We're gonna like yeah. use my uh, Brad or my girlfriend Tiffany's our producer. So mm-hmm. she couldn't make it today, but uh, she would come and then just wave your hands, get it going again. <laughs> Probably was cool because we have that light. It'd be kind of screwed if we didn't have that light. And to be honest, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's thing, yeah, yeah it's kind of cool, right? Works yeah. as a grow light as well. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Um, we usually don't put this in the video anyway, so it's not that much of a stress, Brad. Mm-hmm. The uh, the lightning round stuff. Um, Oh, there you go, look at that, that was good. Easy, back in action. Yeah, once you know where it is, like it kind of took me a while to find the light because I've never had to do this before. I thought it was yeah, up there. Yeah, because it's all like in the middle of like setting it up, right? You probably yeah. just haven't memorized it all. Yeah, yeah. It's actually really fun to see this all come together. Like I've seen breweries sort of in, in action, but this is like that pre, like I guess you got to gut, you have yeah. to like drill up all the pipes already laid. And then... Uh, there's a lot of work that has to be done actually. So like, uh, we've done some of the coring. So initially we had, we had to x-ray this whole floor or whatever they do to find out where the pipes are because the drawings the building gave us were kind of like... It's, rough. it's like here-ish. It's kind of weird because yeah, it's yeah. a brand spanking new building. Yeah. So we wouldn't have that. But we had to, so we cored it. Yeah. Uh, so what's happening on Monday, which is tomorrow. Actually, tomorrow, yeah. Uh, have you noticed we have a sea can outside? That's that's ours. Yeah. All this stuff is going and they're going to uh, rip up the floor a bit, like grind it and then put the epoxy down. Oh, nice. And once the epoxy... That's the red one, right? The red floor. It's actually going to be yellow. Because you can Ooh, choose what color you want. I've never seen it yet. So we're going to have a yellow floor. That's even cooler. And then the tanks are coming in. Nope. Is he good? Does he have a key? Oh, yeah. There we oh, go. Sweet. Okay. Tanks coming in. Tanks They'll be all across here. Across here and the, like, the brew system is going to be <laughs> at the front there. And then we can't fill them up until we re... Like put more supports underneath the floor because there's a parking garage over here. Oh, so right. So you gotta make sure it's all steel beams, uh, like between the uh, pillars. Starting so on to construction. Just why you're yeah. Oh, okay, cool. And then once that's done, and uh, the glycol and the steam are hooked up. Yep. And we get the excise tax license. We're good to go. It's just step by step, eh? Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, what did we just do for at least favorite uh, style? Did we both yeah. get to that? Uh, I don't think so. I'm, did you say you had least favorite style? I haven't, yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to like... So, so my, my least file, uh, you know, TLDR. Uh, <laughs> That's a great writer <laughs> reference, I love it. Yeah. Too long, didn't read. Uh, my least favorite style is like really high ABV. Like when you get above like 8%, I'm like, it's good, man. It's I'll have one man. at Christmas, but like... Well, you split know. it with three people. Exactly, It's usually yeah. the funnest way. Nine, yeah. You have like an 8%, 9% double IPA, bam, yeah. bedtime. I mean, I'm not trying to hate it. If you love high ABV beers, man, go for it. Like, but I'll probably never make one. No. Yeah. Uh, hops is six and a half. You know, that's like that's good. Uh, solid. It's pretty. It's pretty high for me. Yeah. Maybe I'm just a big baby. No, I'm. Uh, do you know what? It's like I said about marathon. Yeah. But it's also like. Um, yeah. I guess it's the marathon thing, but it's like I don't know. If you want one beer and that's it for the evening, you can sit on a ten percent stout sure. and, sure. and you're good to go. I've yeah. done a few. I think I've done like a 17% by myself before. Probably wouldn't recommend that. You can do it regularly, <laughs> but you can do it. It's just like a little bit of a struggle, and it's sort of like they're like the dessert beers where you need three ounces. Yeah. And share that, and the the, the fun of it is in the sharing. Sure. As yeah, opposed absolutely. to that. So I'm totally yeah. totally get that. I, I do. Yeah. I, in fact, but you know, let me backtrack my comment. I, I do like. <laughs> the, I do enjoy them, but I just. Not at a bar. Like I like when somebody else brings that home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a nice, like, like I said, like Christmas is a good time. 
Yeah, for example. Like, for example. For example. Do you guys have a cello at home? Do you guys like? Do you got like? <laughs> yeah, I said, oh, man. Jimmy. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. I had. I was aging this like uh, Unibrew beer, uh, the nice. La Terrible, for like years. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I bought it in like 2012, and I was gonna drink it like. I did never had a good time, you know. I was gonna invite my like beer small buddies or something, or, you know, or something like somebody who would appreciate it. Because if I just give it to like my, my parents or something, they'd, they'd be, be like, like mm, whatever. I'm not drinking this. Yeah, they'd drink it and they'd be like, mm, but like, well, like somebody who really like really like would, would like, really treasure having that beer. Yeah, yeah. I, was, yeah. I wanted to share it with them. We had a house party. And somebody, somebody stole. Well, we've had drink. many house parties, but one house party. Yeah, th- particularly. They took all of my good shit. All of the it. cellar beers got drank. Yeah. Oh, I'd be so mad. Yeah. Like I would be livid mad. I even put a sticker on it, being like, "Don't drink it." Like there was actually that sticker on that. <laughs> yeah. Like just like please. Yeah. There's That's like so much other beer. There's beer on tap at our house. Like, why would you? That's an unwritten rule. It's just like, come on, man. I've been saving this. And yeah. I also had a sticker on it being like, purchase like on the date that I purchased it, like, so that I would know like how old how it was. was. Yeah. Trash. So, TLDR. <laughs> no, I don't have a cell. Anyway. Don't have a cell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, did you say your least favorite? Uh, like, again, just even with I... even with food. There's nothing I don't find not palatable at all. Cool. There's like things I, like, depending on the situation, like if I'm at a bar, I won't get the 70% beer. No. But, yeah, if we're doing that, like a Christmas party and something's like, oh, I got this nutcracker, like, hazelnut stout that's 20% or 70%, like, I'll drink it. Let's do it. Yeah, I'll probably enjoy it. But. I feel that. Yeah. So then, okay, I love it. Favorite beer city, destination, or country? Where do you like to go for beer? Aside from the Canary District, clearly. <laughs> We've been, uh, I haven't, haven't been able to travel much in the you last know, four and a half years. But, I get that uh, a lot from Bruce. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the perils of uh, running your own business. I want to go to Germany. Nice. I want to go to Oktoberfest and I want to have like all the lagers. Yes. Uh, Crispy but, boys. You know, it's not yeah. necessarily my favorite yet because I've never been, but that's what I want. That's what we want to do? Yeah. I love it. Uh, so, when I was younger, I went to Belgium. Nice. Uh, great. I think it was a little maybe like I'd had a lot of the beers. Um, I hadn't had a lot of them. Obviously, there's like a hundred. Yeah, it's billion of them. It's, it's like the other Germany for beer, but like yeah. the opposite. It's like one's like got crazy, and the other one's like strict rules. Yeah. And <laughs> it's both are equally amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Belgian beers are delicious. They're not my favorites, as I just aforementioned in the high ABV category. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. but uh, but I think I'm with John. I think I'd love to go to Germany for just. Just a rigid, like sort of discipline. With the beer. Like they do have a lot of styles. Like it's not. It's easy to just get trapped in like that lager sort of category. But yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, like I would love. I, I don't know. Just, just the culture around it. How it's just so like. Yeah, yeah you just get fire beers for no money everywhere, yeah. <laughs> and they have like, like AB InBev level production, but craft. Like yeah, Paul yeah. and Erdinger and like, yeah. like uh, Schneiderweiss and all that type of stuff are just like on point. To, it's ridiculous. That's yeah. what I've heard too. This is one time. Oh, I digress in an anecdote story, but Please like, do. Uh, me and Jimmy were in like like senior band in, in high school, and our trip was we went to England and Scotland. And uh, Jimmy was 18, which is illegal drinking there, and I was 16. And I found it amazing there that I was 16, and they could, they served me beer. Right, they didn't even get. Yeah, they didn't ask for ID. And like, I drank a lot of lagers when I was there. Yeah, they didn't mess around. They can't, they can't expel me from school anymore. Yeah, no, they can't. Uh, uh. Um, 
first beer you ever brewed. Well, actually, I guess we talked about that earlier, didn't we? Yeah. You guys had the extra Cooper's kit, the Coopers. I actually, I bought another one. I have it somewhere in the office up there, just as a memento. Just to have up there? Yeah, yeah. Clearly, you're never going to use it, because it's gross, but... Yeah, yeah. No. That's fine. Where it all started, you know? A reminder. Yeah. When I, when I was in Korea, you know Cooper's? Somebody was brewing Cooper's kits. That's so, them? Commercially. You could buy it, like, at a corner store, like, Cooper's. And there was, like, that, that like... That's the bottom. You gotta yeah. roll it and stuff? Yeah, yeah. And it was... So that's really fun. funny, actually. Yeah. I guess that counts for you, same same answer, because it was all the same thing. Yeah, it probably wasn't the same brew, but yeah, it was, you know, like a Cooper's similar. kit. It was, yeah, I don't know, maybe it was Cooper's, maybe it was somebody else, but it was like, yeah, it was essentially a Cooper's kit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. did you go to like Armstrong Winery yeah, or the Armstrong. Cottage Winery? Yeah. 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 It was uh, a can. Yeah, it, was, it was in the can, and yeah. it was trash. Uh, favorite and least favorite style to brew? For both of you. I hate brewing wheat beers, because I always get a stuck mash. No matter how much like uh, fucking rice holes I put in, it always gets stuck every fucking time. Anyways, maybe it's my mash time. No, I hear that a lot. Uh, wheat and rye. People oh, yeah, always yeah. complain about rye. They're just stuck every time. Yeah. Annoying. Oh, do you have a favorite? That's least. Do you have a favorite? Oh, my favorite one to brew is probably just like a pale ale. It's like you know, it's like, smells nice. Yeah, it's poppy. a brew, brew day. It's like you know, we have the standard malt bill, nice amount of hops to add, keeps you busy. Perfect. Young man? Uh, I don't really have a least favorite. I'm not an expert like John. Okay. John, John's really the expert. He's the brewmaster. He's the so, boss dog guy, yeah. Uh, but I would say, like, I have, like, John really, uh, uh, he, I mean, he showed me how to make uh, some sour beers. And uh, I, I, I really, I mean, just on a homebrew scale. This, this is on a commercial scale. Uh, but I, I would say that, like, I, I did enjoy brewing those uh, more. Because it splits the work between two days. Right. So you, you kind of do like half of the brewing <laughs> yeah. the first day, eat a sandwich, fuck off for a bit, yeah. and then you come back 24 hours later and finish it. And you know, it really... It's nice and chill. Ah, man, there's just there's such this like, I don't know, this romance around brewing, but like really like 90% of it is just like Waiting. just fucking sitting there like, like an <laughs> idiot. Like just, well, when yeah, is it yeah. done? Like, yeah, it's like, uh, It's like a month later you get to drink it. And right? Like, it's okay, like, really? that's the good part. Yeah. That's why I stopped home brewing, man. I can't, I can't deal. Yeah, but it's, you know. The, oh, and the cleaning. Cleaning sucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, man, at our old place, so at least we had a backyard. When we all lived together, we could just like hose it off and just dump it on the grass. And it made it a lot easier, a lot more accessible. Yeah. With this like black tire, that's where I used to dump all the grain on this. Like, so yeah, I, I recycled most of the grain, but when I rinsed the things, probably just pop it. Yeah, so I had like this mini compost there. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Grows the yeah. stuff out of it. Yeah. Um, worst beef ever made? The Cooper's kit. Cooper's kit? Uh, any, any, any of the Cooper's kit. Uh, so uh, we've probably done like six or seven of them. You had to learn how to, yeah. how to get it done. Yeah. They were, and they all know. sucked. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, one of them, it wasn't the Cooper's Lager, it was the Cooper's Pilsner specifically. Okay. Ended up tasting like paint thinner. <laughs> I still drank it, but it was. So, like, of course like, you did. Yeah. You know. But I'm like, oh man, it has a solvent <laughs> flavor to it. That ethanol is just yeah. really pungent. You got one as well? Someone say that. Um, no, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, well, Slam Dunkel, which is on tap at the Aviary. Uh, you this know, is 484 four French Reedies? 484 four French Reedies. Oh, just in case. Oh, wow. Just in case. Yeah. So what a plug. In case you want to come uh, through. So it's a very district. Wonderful area. 
great delicious beer now, but the first couple batches, one of them I froze back because I had this fermentation chamber full of temperature probe and left the probe outside. So I kept reading that it was like room temperature and the freezer would kick on and just froze it into a block of ice. And then I, it was cool, yeah. But like when I finally like realized and fixed it, the yeast, uh, some of them had survived, so it really slowly fermented and it was really kind of, kind of garbage. And then I tried to make it again, like slightly tweak the recipe, but then I was like, you know, I've always used nice water when I brew, but I keep hearing that you can use any water. Like, for instance, (laughs) garden hose water. And what would that taste like? Would it make a good beer? The answer is no. No, it does not. It tasted like the garden. It tasted like a garden. (laughs) Oh, is this the midnight wheat I've never used before? Yeah, like, oh, (laughs) hey, let me try garden hose water. I just want to see what will happen. And now we know. And now I know that you should. It's not. Just go buy some good water. Like it's cheap at the I grocery store. St- I started using tap water though. I just use the Campton tap. Yeah, treat it over So we do. So we as if I'm brewing. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like I guess when you look at places like Vermont or Colorado, they have that like the water tables with the ridiculous mountain water. Like we just we were in Colorado a couple months ago. It was the most incredible shit I've ever had. Like the tap water, just at the hotel or whatever, was just incredible. Or you go to a restaurant, they just give you the, the water bottles. It's amazing. It's really not fair. Like, we get garbage out here. These guys are just, like, sitting on this gold mine. And even Vermont is crazy. So maybe we need mountains. We should our get dad, on that. Some our dad has, water. A, like, our, the first place we brewed, he has, like, drilled water. So he, like, when we lived in a room. Like a well? It's like a well. But it's not like you have to fill it. You drill into the groundwater. The ground yeah, yeah, water. you tap this. I think it's called a water table. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was our water when we first brewed. So it was sick. But it didn't matter with, with the Cooper kit. Right, no, <laughs> no water's going to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at least the water was good. Makes a big difference. Uh, what music do you listen to when you brew? I listen to uh, podcasts and, nice. and like ebooks. I'm. Uh, I like that. I don't. Know, I haven't heard. There's, there's no real music that really gets me excited these days. Okay. Yeah. Like apart from a few songs, but. but that's great. What about what podcast you listen to? Uh, I really like Dan Cohn's. <laughs> Bos, beer you said. Shit, beer and other shit. Oh, beer, cool. oh yeah, beer and other shit. Yeah. No, yeah, like why not? Of course. We'll when, I get the industry. The, when I get through that one. Yeah. yeah. When, once you get through that, yeah. and you finish. This is episode 115, so there's yeah. a lot of episodes to get yeah. through. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. When I go week to week. Now, of course, like, clips every Wednesday. Yeah. 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 Every Wednesday again. The uh, let's say Dan Carlin, Hardcore History. And oh, you've heard about. I subscribe. I never listened. I illegally yeah. download. Sorry, sorry. I, no, admit it. It's okay. I illegally download a lot of ebooks. Nice, so do I. Fuck that, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, my favorite one so far, it took me like days, weeks to let's do was Sapiens. Like Sapiens by Yuval, I forget his last name. Okay. It's like the history of mankind. Uh, huge book, really great. Uh, listen to that when I was brewing, listen to it when I was driving, doing deliveries. Highly recommend it. Loved it. But other than that, when I'm at a that I listen to the radio I listen to CBC like news and talk radio okay yeah. I found that's the thing in Australia there's this thing called 3AW stations just talk radio and all my friends I'm in my 30s and they all listen to that shit that like 60 year olds listen to and they decided to really like it's just a bunch of old people complaining about things is it the same one? no uh, talk radio CBC or? is more like you know it's, there's news weather and they have like different shows my favorite show is actually a podcast playlist where they show like clips of podcasts so you can get hooked on that they all right subscribe to that yeah exactly okay interesting that's a good one does this apply to you at all no now you're like no (laughs) no i mean i like podcasts you know i listen to them when i drive oh well that when you brew but but when i brew man my honestly like 
I'm thinking about it the other day, actually, this morning. Uh, and it's, it's been the whole time I've been brewing. This is the this is the album. Like when the brewery gets built here, like and it's up and running. I'm brewing my first time brewing. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna listen to April Wine's greatest hits. Okay. And if you don't know April Wine, is there a band from the '70s? Okay. From Toronto, that they're just they're like the quintessential Toronto classic rock sound. Of, I, we grew up in Muskoka. There's a lot of like, like dock rock. Shit. What does that mean? I like that. <laughs> like just beer drinking, like easy, like, you know, power chord rock kind of, you know. I, I see you're, a, you're a hip hop guy for sure, you know. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. I'm, I do enjoy everything. I'm just not as familiar with that. Yeah, so I like no. the idea of dock rock. Makes to- Total like Africa it. fits in dock rock category. Oh, yeah, like yeah. kind of. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, yeah, okay. I see that. I, you know, you get like, man, you gotta. I don't know. They're not. They're not even my favorite band or nothing. It just, it just feels good. Like, like. I don't know. It's, it's like my high school self coming to life. Comes through. I get yeah. it. I get yeah. it, bro. What was that rumor that you could book that band for fifty five hundred dollars? Yeah, we should, we, should. we should get them in here. Why hey, not? You'd ram it. If you're watching this, <laughs> call us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you guys know Sam? Well, go. Sorry, I was gonna say our budget's fifty five hundred. That's it. Fifty five. Fifty three. And fifty three. And two hundred dollars worth of beer. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Uh, do you guys know Sam Corbett from Soda City? Uh, Maybe it's the mustache, but you remind yeah. me of him the way you guys are talking. Um, I've met him before a bunch of times. Yeah. Uh, his dad was a teacher at our high school. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. He's reminding me of him. I don't know why. Mr. Maybe he's the way you guys. Yeah, I was gonna say Mr. Corbett sounds very formal. He's the least formal man of all time. <laughs> Maybe it's like a Muskoka thing because like the, some of the way you, the, the speech patterns. And stuff. Oh, probably. It just hit me now. I don't know why. Does Does he also like April Wine? I bet he does. I, hey, that's Sam, probably what you know. You like. You I'll ask him right now. I'll text him. He loves. <laughs> I bet he does. He seems I'm like the type sure of bloke that would just he's about that life. Oh, well, he probably listens to Rock ninety five, one of the three radio stations we can listen to. <laughs> <laughs> he, knows, yeah. he knows them. He knows them. Oh, for yeah. sure. I, I got a feeling. Um, what's your favorite hop? Yeah, it's a big one. Big one. We're gonna say a Zaka right now. Yes, because that was in the uh, Hibiscus yeah. Panda that I saw. Also, like Australian Summer. Probably. Oh yes, oh yes. It's yes, hard yes. to get on like when you want to buy like kilograms of it. I can get it when I'm homebrewing, but I can't get it like for volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a Zaka was the closest to Australian Summer. And... That's a good. One. That's a good answer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You got one. Hip hop. Oh. I see what you did that. I appreciate that. I appreciate the reference. I'm, I'm a little out of the loop on hops. You know, I, li- I like American hops in general, well, and, and yeah. Australian, New Zealand hops. Are also Killing great. the game right now. Yeah, just in general. Okay. No, none stand out. Just in general. It's okay. No pressure. You can, you can, it's your podcast right now. You set yours. Set yours. Like I said, John's a brewmaster. I don't. She like I don't know. Whatever John says. I don't like the term okay. brewmaster. I mean, you know, until I've actually had the facility. For at least ten years, I've been brewing full time. I don't want to. Use that? So we wait. You're going to get that. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready for that. Um, what does your What does your family think of your job slash your uh, business? Because it's more than just a job. Clearly. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they they think it's great. I mean, like they like, all like beer. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they all they like, like beer. Yeah. They like sick. Yeah. Okay. I think Probably. they're all like very nervous when you start a, a small business. You're of always like, you know, oh, it means being four and a half years. And... Yeah, you know, people trust you a little bit more after four and a half years. As far as true, you know, it's, there's but enough this time that's elapsed. You know? Yes, yeah. but this is a big undertaking in comparison to what you've been doing, right? Like larger investment, larger risk. Yeah, yeah. In, you know, inherently. I was a preschool teacher before this. Really? Oh, yeah. I can't picture that. 
Oh, no, you chill. You're a chill dude. Like, it's uh, you. Like, all right, kids. Two times two. Well, that's like I didn't do. Well, I did a little bit of math. Yeah, it's mainly babysitting, right? Oh, preschool. What's preschool? Everything means something different in each country. Oh, that's man. Preschool is. Well, this was actually in Korea, so this was like uh, JKSK. Oh, Sorry, that was like kindergarten. 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 Yeah, basically did kindergarten. Yeah. Okay, so just really little children, and you just like making them take a nap. They never took naps. I wish they did. <laughs> they never stopped moving. They gotta give them beer. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I'm oh, sure in Korea, they could. It's yeah. uh, soju or something. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, on the gums. <laughs> that is evilly amazing. Uh, what's your favorite adjunct? We like to add to beer. Uh, like, yeah, I know an adjunct. <laughs> oh, sorry, but the listeners. Too. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, geez, Jimmy. We had geez, to tell you. Sorry. I had to tell you. Oh, yeah. man. Like, you think you wouldn't own a brewery or something? <laughs> uh, so I'd say I'd say flaked wheat. Or flaked oats. Make that, make that creaminess. Sorry, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So then, the follow-up question. I'm not, we have a bit of uh, dumb shit we talk about on social media. I got a bunch of friends who are like YouTubers, beer YouTubers and writers and stuff. And we have sort of a running joke that's semi-serious about team lactose or team no lactose in oh. beer. Right. Uh, so we're adding adding lactose sugar or milk sugar to you know whatever you know it's IPAs for milkshake IPAs or uh, milk stouts. How do you guys feel about that, and where do you stand on that? Please answer correctly. So, okay, I, I, gotta, I, gotta, I really want to go first on this because <laughs> I feel like I have a unique position. All right, so okay, not maybe not unique, but unique. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I know more. Out of the two, out of the two. Okay, okay. All right. um, I think lactose IPAs. Um, are really delicious. Damn I right. absolutely love them. Damn right they are. I think they're so good. They're glorious. I don't really eat a lot of like milk on, or drink a lot of milk on a milk day-to-day products. basis. Yeah. I eat like cheese, like sure. Like the regular person amount of cheese. Yeah. You know? I like cheeseburgers. But um, just like I had an ice cream cake last night and I was dying. Like I just, I can't handle the lactose. Yeah. So if I see it on top, I never order it. But when I do, I get a little like sample cup or something. I taste it, and I'm like, you get the vibe, but you don't want to. Like I just, I just don't want the pain afterwards. Are you intolerant, or is it just like you just like, like it's a little I, sensitive, perhaps? I guess like I don't know. It's only the last couple of years I've noticed it, where I'm like I just keel over, like oh god, like I just need to like lay down. Or, no, that's totally a thing. That's not, you know, that's yeah. you, I would say sensitive, not intolerant. Uh, yeah, intolerant, you'd probably be a little more than killing everything. Yeah, like like yogurt or cheese, hard cheese and stuff. That doesn't bother me. Like, but, uh, but like creamy, dips. creamy sugar, especially the huh. processed milk, the ice yeah. cream sandwiches. That really gets uh, me. Done. And, Interesting. And That's I like think, very unique. I just get nervous when I drink them, you know, because I know, I know, I, I just don't want to fart all over. <laughs> well, what's, <laughs> nobody else yeah, does. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. yeah. nobody else. Yeah. That's uh, a great yeah. answer. I, I love them. You love them? I'll, I'll drink them. All day? Yeah, all day. Especially, yeah. man, I love cream stones. Like, yeah, right? Oh, man. Like vanilla cream stouts. Oh man. Fire. Yeah. Okay, you guys answered the right way. Because I'm hashtag team lactose all fucking day. Yeah, People, why wouldn't you be? They're amazing. Yeah. They have their place. Like, like, there's some terrible ones. As many, like, probably more bad ones than there are good ones. But when they're done right, yeah, so fire. Yeah. Cracking that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like it, but it's got to be done. It's got to be done right. It's just there. Uh, it's a tough, um, it's a tough adjunct to work with. Yeah. And you can't, you can't go like, Half measure. You can't put a, leave a little lactose in. You gotta put enough. That oh you no! Can you gotta taste do. It. You, you gotta, gotta be able deep. to taste it. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
I mean, we did a collab with a brewery in Montreal. We did a, uh, we called it the Dreamsicle. It was a uh, marmalade uh, uh, milkshake sour. But it was, I believe, it was one kilo per, it's like 500 liters. We put like 10 kilos in, so what does that work out to be? Whatever it was, that ratio was about half as much as a milkshake IPA. So it was like there to give it a bit more the viscosity, a bit more mouthfeel. And uh, but it didn't overtake it. Because if you put like a milkshake IPA, like that shit can get like <laughs> it's pretty intense. Like my friend always described it as like, and I like this descriptor as like icing sugar. Mm-hmm. You get like an icing sugar kind of vibe in it, but it's got to be the right amount. So I think it's like a little less with sours, but like a stout or a, an IPA is what you like. Go big or go home. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Would you guys ever make a uh, milkshake beer? Like, 100%. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, once you got this bad boy up and running? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I like, I like that. They're very, like, is on fleek? Is that the right? Is that yeah, what that's what the kids say. The kids say that. It's on fleek. They're very on fleek right now, you right. know? But, uh, you know, there's always, like, who knows when, by the time they're off and running. Like, like oh, what's the next yeah. thing? I think the brute IPA is the thing that they're. That was actually one of the other questions we kind of yeah. cut from the list, but what's the next trend? Brute IPAs? I don't think it's... I think Brute's a short-lived uh, thing. You think? Yeah, I think I think Brute is like... It was Brute as a response to the Nipah. Yeah. Uh, You're the second person in Toronto this trip who said Nipah. In Australia, they say it. And, like, I never heard it here, but it's the second time I've heard it. Yeah. Did people start saying that now? Nipah, like New England IPA. Yeah, yeah. Just because yeah. in Australia, like, they're mad behind there. Yeah. <laughs> like we Nipa. did it and dude was like I did a podcast with the guy and he was telling me like what people say I'm like nah don't lie to me bro and he was like yeah seriously and he was like not happy with that and I never heard it anywhere else and then this week we went to another brewery and the dude said the same the owner said the same thing and I was like really and now that so it's a thing here now I, I don't know how I feel about I it but I, I found like, it in music I feel like I, I say Nipa because I, most of my like I read a lot so what I hear in my own head when I say yeah it's when I hear somebody else say it and if, like then you know how you another feel thing about is that you know fuggles yeah, apparently the that's correct I've been saying fugles this entire time because it's two G's so if it was one G to be fugles like, I don't Amarillo it's Amarillo I know it's Amarillo, Amarillo. Amarillo. my, my wife's from Mexico yeah, so right. I know yeah. that I know yeah. that yeah. you speak Spanish here yeah I mean see see uh <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. I just find that, sorry, like that was a complete sidebar. I just find that amusing. Yeah. I absolutely no disrespect to the way you said that. No, no, no. I just find it very funny. I'm just, I'm just worried that. What, 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 what am I saying it wrong? Any IPA? Napa? Any IPA? You just say that. Any IPA? Any IPA? But that's so confusing. I would just say hazy IPA. Yeah, yeah. And good. That's why some people say hazy IPA. New England IPA. You say Nipa then. Or what's the other one? Northeast IPA? Yeah, Northeast. Yeah, yeah. That's because people are that state. You put little the Dutch like dots over top. Right? Oh, and then we're good to go. Yeah, new lots. It's the so Nipa IPA. <laughs> is that why you said it? You guys gonna do one that's gonna call it? It has to be said Nipa. If people order in New England, you gotta keep saying what? Excuse uh, me, or what? Oh, we'll put the two. I was, I was we'll thinking of, I, wanted, I wanted to do one with a taro root and make it real purple. And it was gonna be called Purple Nipa. Uh, I like know, it. You know, Purple Nipples? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what like, you guys, like, you know, what you guys call them in Australia. But when you like, Get some of nipples and do it. Sometimes they're called titty twisters. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. yeah. I, think, I don't know what we call that. What would we call that? If you grab someone's like nipples, Brad, in Australia, what if you get someone's nipples and you give them a twist, what do you call it? If you grab someone's nipples in Australia and you go, you give them a twist, what do you call it? Do we have a name for that? That's what you said, okay. 
Nipple cripple. Nipple cripple. That's what it was. <laughs> cripple. Bam. Every It's because your nipples are purple, generally. Purple nipple is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> nipples are purple. I mean, like, I guess if it's pretty chill, it's kind of Especially after you twist them, you know? Yeah, them shits are purple as fuck. Yeah. Okay. So purple nipple, and it'll be... Oh, purple nipa. Purple nipa. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you do that? Purple nipple nipa. I like the way that literally. Yeah, right. Boom, boom, boom. If you don't call it a nipa, though, it won't make sense. It doesn't work. Yeah. You're like purple New England IPA? But you push up with N E E IPA or something so people say it right. Oh, yeah. What's a taro root? What is that stuff? Is that just like a coloring agent? Taro roots, no, it's like, like if you get, you ever have bubble tea? It's like, you ever get the purple bubble tea? That's purple milk one. Yeah, it's the taro root. It's the best one. I don't know, it's like a potato or cassava or something. It's a root vegetable, but it's got little like purple dots in it. So when you like blend it up, like, I just turn it like a purple nipple. Yeah, I like it. I think you guys should definitely do that as soon as the brewery's up. I want to see that purple hazy. I'd rather do that than a pumpkin. <laughs> oh, okay. So you guys aren't team pumpkin then? Like no, not really. No, I, like I, I like it as an adjunct. I don't like it as a spice. Okay. What's well, the difference? What would be the I difference? I think the, the spices aren't even pumpkin ever. No, they're not. They're just cinnamon random spice. spice and like. Not into that. Yeah, it's, it's okay. I'll still drink it if somebody gives it to me. Of course, because we discuss it. I might enjoy it, but like... Right. Um, I like the idea of using an adjunct that's like a creative adjunct, you know? Right. Like pumpkin. Like pumpkin is use, pretty you, creative, you I guess. Your, you can mash it. Yeah. Extract the sugars and stuff, yeah, yeah. and it's a, an actual thing. Yeah, yeah. But I guess to make it taste palatable, that's when I chuck in cinnamon and blah, blah, blah. Well, it's, everybody's like pumpkin spice now. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. like it's a... Throw some lactose in there. You got a pumpkin, pumpkin spice, spice latte. latte. Yeah. PSLs. Yeah. My favorite part of the year. I love them shit so much. If you have a third wave PSL, it's fire. Fuck Starbucks. You gotta go to like, like the like the small uh, cafes. You guys into coffee? Yeah. Well, I drink like it's my pro- probably bigger. I know more about beer, but I drink more coffee. Okay, so wait, are you like third wave? You guys like into the fancy shit, like the hipster type of shit? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a home, like what's homebrew overlord. You know, yeah, I, I like, make it at home. I make it at home. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. It's okay. No. Jeez, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I get her a pop before I head to work, and then yeah, I brew. I probably drink some here too. I like coffee. Coffee's my favorite. Thing. Coffee's the best. Yeah, coffee is so fire. Um, yeah, if you have like the proper third wave pumpkin spice latte, it's amazing. It's like there's no like it. Uh, I guess it's just the spices really that they add to it. Yeah. But if they do it right and sort of in the whole thing, it's like just a nicely balanced, like creamy thing rather than that Starbucks like sugar mess. Oh yeah, I hate the sugar mess. It's trash. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like I saw a lot of breweries make a actual pumpkin spice latte, um, like nitro kind of like stout. Oh yeah this uh, fall, which I was pretty impressed with. Because it seems like the most ridiculous thing of all time, but I kept seeing it. Yeah. So you're not going to make one? I feel like the, the, uh, the uh, LCBO yeah, is always like would... fall seasonals. Yeah. And they have the whole like the pumpkin patch. That's what it's called. Like, they have huh? an area where you just like, you make something with pumpkin or you mention the word pumpkin. Bam, you're in. You're in. Yeah. Would that help with other listings or not really? Because like, it's a random season, it's yeah. like whatever. Doesn't mean you're gonna get anything else in there. This is the classics you get, but uh, hey, at least yeah. they uh, they get enthusiastic about the seasons. They do, yeah. It. Especially the yeah, pumpkin beers too. It's like super uh, super popular. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not my favorite. They're more like they're yeah. a gimmick beer. Is what I. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they like 
they're not something you'd want regularly. I mean, I guess they only turn up once a year. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like milkshake IPAs. Like, when they're good, they're great. When they're bad, they're, like... I'd say bad. exactly that. Like, you get, yeah. you get one that has the word pumpkin in it, you drink it, you're like, oh, hey, all right. It's cool. And then, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of tough. They're just not... Um, yeah, they're so hit or miss. Like, I've had some that taste exactly like pumpkin pie. Like, you can taste yeah, yeah. the pastry. I lo- like, all the, the elements of it. It's crazy. I love pumpkin pie. My birthday is in September, like, September 30th. Oh, so uh, you're, like, prime full. Uh, yeah, so, like, for, like, half the time I have a birthday cake, it's actually a pumpkin pie. Because I That's prefer, it. I love pumpkin pie. It's the best. It's great, yeah. But you would make a pumpkin pie beer then? I mean, you know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. See how it goes. I mean, it could happen. Mm. I don't think there. Uh, there's not that many that I see that have uh, actual the, the the flavors of the um, the pastry in there. I think it's like hard to actually nail that. Oh yeah, yeah. you know. Um, the best part of the pumpkin pie is the whipped cream dollop that you get on top. On top? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Maybe that's the lactose that we got to put in it. <laughs> so key. Yeah. Um, is there anything else we need to cover them? That is the end of uh, the thing. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Do we, do we get every aspect that we're here? We got the brewery, we got the restaurant, content, mm-hmm. what's up next? Is there anything else you want to tell the fine people? Uh, check us check us out here in the Canary District. Also, everyone asks us where the Canary District is. Yes, explain, explain the district because it's a whole new thing. Yeah, it's a whole, like, so if you were familiar with the Pan American Games of 2015, yes, you would be familiar that this area was the athletes' village of uh, that time. Sure was. If you weren't familiar with any of that, then you probably know where the distillery district is. Yes. It's a very famous neighborhood in Toronto. And we're a block east of there, so it's it was really a bunch of marshland to... down here. I don't know. <laughs> they made condos. They made condos here and now As they here. do. Yeah. And now we're making beer out here. Yeah, now that's that's the thing, yeah. So 484 Front Street East. Yeah. Uh, right underneath a condo. It's on the corner. You can't miss it. Uh, come through. So this is going to drop mid-December. Uh, you'd be... I mean, where can they find you guys online to follow the updates to see when you're going to actually be yeah. opening? Uh, longslice.com. So yeah. it's a good... I mean, that's a good place to just check out where our beers are currently and, and see a little bit about us. Um, honestly, follow our Instagram accounts. Uh, we're uh, at longslice on Instagram. We're uh, at aviary brew pub um, mm-hmm. uh, the aviary side of things okay mm-hmm. um, you know we have twitter and facebook but find them yeah whatever you know google, what google it google it yeah. it's out of there yeah uh, boys thank you very much for uh, hanging out today I appreciate it it's been a pleasure you guys are awesome um, guys thank you so much for watching if you enjoyed the episode made bam smash the thumbs up hit subscribe below hit the notification bell so you know when the new new drops follow us on social media at BOS podcast and check out the long form audio so you can hear extraordinarily attractive gentlemen and these two young men right here talking about beer um, that is it y'all thanks for watching we'll see you in the next episode get in ya cheers cheers Woo. Woo. hey